became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom and I've seen 105 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is Season 5, Episode 17, Hate is Safer Than Love. I'm Drew Barrymore, and you're listening to The Ravens Podcast with Simon and Dom. So hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it is always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in as tonight's episode for debate is Season 5, Episode 17, Hate is Safer Than Love. Dom, we are here... I'm so excited to tell you something. How are you, my friend? I'm very well, thank you. Very well. I've had a good I've had a good week. I'm tired, but I've had a good week. What about you, my friend? Excellent. Yeah, I'm good. I, I listened back and so I rarely listen back to our own podcast, mm-hmm. but you and I had such fun recording The Family Man, the the movie, and Miracle on 34th Street for our Christmas films. I had to listen to them back, and they both, <laughs> dare I say so myself, were really entertaining, and I really enjoyed listening to them. But especially The Family Man, and we spoke about this separately. There's like a 10-minute segment in there that might be one of my favourite things, conversations, parts that we've ever had on the podcast. It's so funny. I, I loved it. You you messaged me um, like a voice note as you do because you know that's that's how we roll. And uh, you said there's this ten minute segment. You've got to go and find it. And I went and found it, and it is hilarious. It is brilliant. <laughs> it's great. I love I loved both of those movies. I love podcasting them. So if you haven't checked them out, they're here on the feed on the timeline. Oh, excellent! West Ham are two one up. Two one. Gianluca Scamacca just scored. Ah, Scamacca. <laughs> well, <laughs> and also we have released on our time timeline feed here on our podcast feed our interview conversation with director Brian Levant, who's the director of 90s classics such as Beethoven, The Flintstones, Jingle All The Way, and many, many more. And... Uh, that was an experience, right, Dom? It certainly was a good conversation, um, and a, a lot of content out of it from from Brian. It was a, it was a good chat. So that is also available. So please scroll, listen. We appreciate you, Dom. I'm not going to lie to you when I say that when I got this piece of news earlier that I'm mm. going to reveal to you in a moment. That my legs went a bit weak. <laughs> Did it wee wee come out? No, not wee wee, but it might have been, you know, you remember in the queue for Chad. Sex wee? You know, <laughs> yeah. Do you remember my, my, my left eye started twitching <laughs> that continued for about two and a half weeks? Oh, the sweat was just terrifying. <laughs> the sweaty palms i couldn't 
partaking conversations with you anymore. No, I had to shut up. You actually told me to shut up. (laughs) I think your words were, um, I'm sorry, Dom, but I need you to stop talking for a few minutes. (laughs) Which is like the politest way of saying shut up, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Well, and I, I wasn't allowed to joke about Chad anymore, like that I was going to say something <laughs> stupid. You're like, please, don't make these jokes anymore. <laughs> no more. No, no more. They, I wanted to voice note you the other day, because I don't know why I didn't, it came into my mind, about the very angry ice cream truck man in Liverpool. <laughs> that tried to he, kill you. <laughs> he was dead against me having an ice lolly. Yeah, 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 definitely. Why don't you have an ice cream? Why do you want one of those? Get an ice cream. Uh, He said fucking in it as well. (laughs) Can we have the impression? Come on. Why don't we have a fucking ice cream? (laughs) (laughs) Like, just mad Comic-Con, man. We just shake hands with Chad. He's like, you don't have to change your mind. It's like, I'm scared of you, so I'm going to have whatever you tell me to have. (laughs) It was good, though. Good ice cream. Well... My point is, is I got all of those sensations because, Dom, I think this, I think you'll be able to tell me, I think this might be the biggest announcement that we've ever had and that we potentially ever will have on this podcast. I don't know if I'm blowing that up too much, but I think it's pretty much there. Well, I don't know what you're going to say, so I'll find out when you say it, I suppose. I'm worried that I'm making it sound like drama queens. It's not to do with drama queens. Let's make that clear. Let's make that clear. So, I don't really use Instagram that much anymore. Um, like, you know, we go through phases with it, right? I usually I use it for sending and receiving reels and office posts and things from you. Yes. And then sending reels and receiving them from Ephany of people falling over in unfortunate positions and things like that classics <laughs> right that's pretty much it these days uh, my account's private and i got a like a follow request that was uh from it was from from a convention place how do you know because they followed me as well okay Damn it, Tom. <laughs> well wait wait <laughs> be our guest convention that's it so they must have gone to our ravens page because they followed that too and then on there it says hosted by simon and dom and has our account so follow follow Mm -hmm. did you click on their page dom uh i had a quick flick yeah and did did you see what did you see i saw kieran hutchinson and then i thought oh that's interesting and i saw that paul follows them and then i just flicked away Fucking bastard, Don. Ruining my shit. <laughs> well, they... I quick, I flicked to the page before, you know, letting them follow to see, well, what is this? And I see that they've just announced Paul Johansson's going to be at a convention. Kieran Hutchinson's going to be at a convention. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Where is this convention? It's in Manchester, Dom. <gasps> oh, another long drive. <laughs> It's in fucking Manny. Another long drive. <laughs> when? But Dom, wait, wait, wait. In April. Um, Dom is just going to keep raveling, baby. So I was like, wow, amazing. 
there's a convention in the UK like thinking well instant obviously we're gonna go of course we have to go sure um and but it's not just a convention this is a one tree hill convention only lord (laughs) so i'm like so they follow me so i reach out i quickly just reach out in the dms i'm like wow this is amazing like you're doing a convention that's so cool we'd love to do anything we can help to help promote it this that and the other they messaged back pretty much instantly saying that's crazy i was just about to reach out to you um to ask you if you would like to partner with the convention in promoting but guess what dom being there and you know interviewing maybe hosting panels <laughs> shit having our own stool to podcast fuck <laughs> Yes. 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 Did you say fucking yes? I said I went weak at the legs because because <laughs> Dom, this has been a, this is we'll get onto in a minute, but this has been a dream like from beyond the podcast before it even started that there would be one in the UK, which has never happened, but also that we could be involved in it and help and whatever. So I just started going crazy, just like going like off with the emojis and everything and just saying, this is like, you don't understand how excited we'd be. Like, we'd love to help promote, to help do whatever. And yes, you know, and I was saying we could host panels for you and ask questions or do whatever and anything we can do. We'd love to podcast live from the convention, you know, all of that stuff. And they were like, yes, yes, like all of it. Um, <laughs> I, I have one fear that I only have one fear is that I will have only seen. I know. I know half I know. of season six by that point. Maybe I know, I know. all of it. I'm not sure. I know. Well, okay, <laughs> so, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So that's then, so cool so, though. Well done for messaging. It's not, it's not over yet. It's hold not on, over yet. So on. I then... I'm going to follow them back because I didn't even bother following them back. Oh, Jesus, though. Mate, I know I had a follow back guarantee, but that was to the Ravens, not to randoms. Well, they're not randoms. They're our partners now. <laughs> so Let be our guest convention. Following them back. Maybe follow back. But maybe mute them just in case they announce people you haven't seen yet. Oh, I don't know. I've just looked at the thing and it says, looks like Paul is... Uh, looking forward to meeting everyone. Come, yes. come on April. And Paul has put, I'm really excited to do this event and spend time with our fans. Yes. Please but, stop looking at things. I'm okay, nervous okay, okay, about okay. spoilers. I'm nervous about spoilers. I'm not looking But firstly, at you're going to meet Paul. We are going to meet Paul in person. I'm going to watch a movie with him. But also you'll get to uh, meet Kieran, which... Well, we both get to meet him, but you know, you didn't get to speak to him last time, so that's cool because mm-hmm. you, you're a big fan. You like Andy, you're a fan, Andy fan of Andy. Yeah, yeah, I like Andy, yeah. And then they're saying they've got loads of other people that they're yet to announce that they're just sorting out contracts with. Someone had asked in the comments, Will Chad be there? And they said, We've just reached out to his team. Ooh. You're going to get sweaty again, aren't you? You're sweaty right what? now. I can see I it. You're glistening. <laughs> I was so excited. I, That's so exciting. How awesome right, is that? So, so I then said, well, what do we... How mate, Should we have like a Zoom to chat and work out the details and see how we can best support and whatever? And they were like, yes. Can we do tomorrow night? 
I said, yes, I know that you probably are not going to be able to because you have the thing that you do. It's not on tomorrow, so it depends what time. I'm, work- I'm working until seven. It's at eight. I can make it. I'm free. Then, we'll- then we're Zooming with them <laughs> at eight. Uh, I was hoping you'd say this. I thought you might not be. I thought you might not be able to, um, but that's perfect. And uh, now here's the thing. I think through very small research, I think they're French. I think they might be part of like the French um, convention that bringing it over to the UK because yeah. every post they're putting up, it's in English at the top and in French at the bottom. Yeah. Um. So so hopefully maybe that's something that you know we really could help with like obviously translating sh- <laughs> well obviously i'm sure that they're speaking like they're speaking fluent english like like i'm obviously i'm assuming that uh but you know maybe i don't know or well, we can help in any kind of way but yeah so uh so that's tomorrow night and i said you know we'd obviously we'd love to promote on on here and uh you know so please people buy your tickets dom and i will be there uh, there's, there's autographs and photo opportunities and all of that cool stuff. It's going to be in Manchester in April. Dom, I think it's if it's a weekend thing. It's Saturday and Sunday. So, Dom, I think it's going to be our first overnight. <laughs> how how do you feel? I, I'm stunned and amazed. Like, I literally thought it was just going to be, oh, we get followed by them and they want to, you know, do some advertising on our podcast or whatever, which would have been amazing as well. But to have the opportunity to go there and do do our stuff, you know, do some presenting and, and hosting I do it properly. And, like, yeah. I will have, a, we can have our equipment, have a proper microphone, like we can get a proper setup, a table. I think we should get a tablecloth printed. Um, like, I, we do this at work and stuff, like with our logo on, so yeah. we can have proper professional Just microphones. Our, our pictures, same height same height pictures matching hoodies like just legit obviously we'll get the deb's den hoodie bigger yeah yeah oh yeah we're not fucking about no one's having a short hoodie should we go should we go local rather than the teespring find something local i think it's some organic cotton bamboo something like that does some good shit Maybe even like buying a Nike hoodie, a plain Nike hoodie, but with a little sh- swish, you know, we... but then printing it on that. This may be a conversation for off the podcast, but should we take some merch to sell? We're having a little merch store. <laughs> I think we should. Yeah, why not? Do we need a helper? Oh, God. We need staff. <laughs> <laughs> Dom, I think this, I, in all seriousness, I think this is going to be a, the biggest thing of our podcast. Yeah, I think so Like This too. is like a very climatical thing. And that is sad that you haven't seen, unless we somehow do some sort of mad rush. Well, like it wouldn't take three me long to seasons, finish it, would it? three seasons in three months. It wouldn't take me long to watch it, would it? But to watch it, no. But to pod it, yes. Yeah, it would ruin it, I think, if we changed the style. We just need to get you ear defenders. <laughs> we'll have to make that the, 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 like, our kind of, well, that's our thing, isn't it? It's our, it's our USP. Is our I've, rider. Yeah, I've, I've never seen it, so we need to protect me as much as possible. So if there's people in it that I've not met yet, then I need to just have nothing to do with their panels and stuff, and I'll go and do, mm-hmm. I'll go man the shop. <laughs> 
and then when it's like someone else the only problem is is that i i'll only be able to ask questions about the beginning i won't be able to hear anything about so if people are asking questions about oh in season eight you did this I'd we'll just like, make it our thing our thing though like we'll make a thing out of it that like okay dom's got to put on the you know cover his ears or whatever like we'll just yeah. make it a thing okay yeah we'll just make it like a funny thing um but so exciting but really who we want there is the ladies because that's who we haven't had right on the pod we've had and it was crazy i like listed the stuff off i was like you know we'd love to help we've had on the podcast we've had chad paul you know barbara craig colin um kieran and you know so we'd love to to help and blah 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 blah. and um but yeah that's who we really need like we need the drama queens we need the drama queens oh and lee and skills (laughs) and one and marvin yeah (laughs) yeah That'd be who would you? Oh, you'd want Whitey, of course. But is he going to be getting on a plane to to Manny? Is he, he going to travel? I don't know. Probably not. But if he's there, oh, and James, we want we want James, James Lafferty. Yes, uh, yes, definitely. I, I, I wow, it's just going to be crazy. I'm looking forward to tomorrow now. Like to postpod hangover is always an absolute nightmare. So for yes. anyone that doesn't know what the post-pod hangover is, is we do the watch-along at 11pm UK time because we want our friends from across the world to be able to join at a good, suitable time for them. And there's a lot of people in UK and all the same time zone as us that join at the same time as well. And we love them and we appreciate that they do that. But it's really hard on a Thursday because we finish at like 1am sometimes, sometimes later and we get up the next day feeling like utter shite, uh, I have to say. Um, yes. But now it makes it worth it. All that effort makes it worth it. I mean, it's worth it because we, we met a lot of people and like them, but some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Mike. But the, <laughs> yeah, did but you that, know? <laughs> but that's the other thing, right, is we have worked hard for this. Like, as in, I think... I mean, I don't know, but I'd like to think that they followed us and were interested in us because we are the biggest One Tree Hill podcast besides Drama Queens, like fan One Tree Hill podcast that there is. That's active. That's active, yeah. Um, And even then, it's between us and Tree Hill Talk. And, you know, I I think we've paved our own path at this point. Yeah. You know? And it's... Like, I can't lie, like, I felt hurt. I mean, you knew this. I felt hurt when we reached out to FWB about their big convention that they had and said that we would come over and do it, like, as in if if they would have us, you know. And they said, no, we're not doing podcasts, where Tree Hill Talk was there before, and Mm -hmm. it did feel a little bit like, is this because of our style of podcasting that potentially is we're just being authentically ourselves yeah but it's not maybe the same as what you would expect from one tree hill fandom right yeah Yeah. and then this it's like it feels and it kind of felt like i don't know like where we'd like our look we'd like we'd like to do it we want to be involved like we've put so much into this and if it was like now someone's been recognized it almost and been like, yeah, we want you. 
Like we want, we're wanted. It feels like we're wanted. You know, on Pod Meets World, which I know you don't listen to, of course, but they just finished season one, and at the end of season one, they did like a wrap up episode of you know things. And so, do you know who they had on? They had on Bruh Meets World, which is the not the biggest fan podcast for Boy Meets World of these two guys that watch Boy Meets World, and they had them on to do to talk to them about how you know they were the cast were saying how do you think we've done you know you know you you've been going for years and you know blah 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 and how how have we been covering it okay and they were like playing trivia games and things and it was like that's so cool because they're giving the recognition to you know people that were podcasting as fans and blah 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 and and uh and also giving them the experience of being like and podcasting with them and having that uh you know just really cool experience and it was like why can't we be on drama queens why can't we be on these things and yes we've we have feelings about drama queens sure but we love the people and their and them as actors and uh their talent and everything so yeah i feel like this is i don't know it feels like and this is the first time sorry my last point the first time where it's always us or well me asking people oh, it'd be great if you could come on here it'd be great if you could do this like you know sort of pushing this is the first time that they someone was just like yes please we'd love all of that yeah from us you know yeah which is just amazing and, and like fantastic and so exciting and it does feel like validation is that the right word you know finally yeah. a bit of recognition and a bit of nod towards you know your hard efforts and, and my yours. watching prowess. <laughs> yeah, mate, it's exciting. I'm excited already. I am genuinely excited already. I can't wait. Like I'm thinking, okay, I need I need to know the dates so I make sure I've got the, the appropriate time off. And yeah, exciting, really exciting. Crazy. So who who? So right, Paul and Kieran. I mean, that's enough. Even if they didn't. I mean, they've got they gonna and it's a it's it's a convention for one tree hill so they're gonna i would assume have maybe 10 cast members of varying levels i I guess so yeah so who 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 would you be most who would be like if you could only have three that aren't you already there which three would you want like for us to be able to talk to for the podcast and interact with i think it'd be really interesting to talk to hillary burton um and talk about peyton and how damaged she is um uh, yes. and her path hopefully like we see a bit more of her path because like, her, her path in this season has been a bit bland if anything like, i know obviously she's like the record company and stuff like that but she's just kind of more focused on what lucas is doing really than what she's doing um Bland is probably not the right word, but, you know, it, it feels like her focus and her attention has just been on Lucas the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd I'd be really, like, keen to talk to her because I think she's um, a fantastic actor um, and has a lot of really, really good qualities uh, and just seems like a genuinely lovely person as well um, from things yeah, I've seen. Sure. You know, and her husband, you know, Richard Dean, not Richard Dean Morgan? Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean. Jeffrey Morgan, Dean Morgan. Yeah. It's Richard Dean Anderson. I was always think of. I get confused. Um, uh, yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who um, 
is very cool as well. So um, in The Walking mm. Dead, be interested to talk, uh, to see if he's about knocking about anywhere. Um, <laughs> I, I think Bethany Joy Lenz as well. I think that would be quite cool um, because she's, um, a, again, very good actor, but has gone on to do music and other things and is a bit more, bro- like has a broader, um, broader bow, bow, you know, broader strings to her bow. I don't know, has more strings to her bow, it seems. Mm-hmm. Um, and then who else? I'm not sure. I think James would be really interesting to talk to as well because his career has developed into directing and still being in stuff, but mostly the other side of the camera now um, and that transition. So, yeah. What about you? Mm. Who, who would be your choices? Yeah, I think those are good. It It would be good... It would be good to have more of the ladies, just because we—it's been quite male-heavy that we of the people that we've had. So it would be great to balance that out. And yeah, I think the the free, the main free, so Hillary, Joy, and Sophia would be wonderful. That would be so amazing. Well, if one if Chad's coming, is Sophia coming? That's that's the. Yeah, there you go. So if Chad says no, she might say yes, and you know that would kind of benefit us in a way, but. Yeah, because yeah, we've ticked Chad off, you know, as lovely as it would be to see him again. For longer. What would, yes, for longer and in a quieter setting would be great. Like, it'd be great yeah. if we could have a room or something. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. Well, we're going to can ask ahead. all these questions tomorrow. Are we going to ask, are we going to, are we going to say things like, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about money on the table. <laughs> are you you sub in the rooms or because <laughs> I don't care either way I just you know it's, I bus- think, it's yeah. business sign when coming out I don't think so I think we might get, we might get a hoodie or something yeah as long as we get a lanyard with a thing on it, it says we yeah, can come press. in and out that says press it just yeah. says crew or whatever <laughs> or media <laughs> or media <laughs> it would be it sounds horrible. What we don't want is for it to be Paul, Kieran, Colin, Barbara, Craig. People that we've already had already. Just all the people we've had and no yeah. one knew. I mean, it would still be amazing and we would still love it, but it would be great to have as many new people as possible. Two all. It's two all now. Two what all minute? Now. 70th. Oh, God. So enough time to lose. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, well, there you go. I mean, what can you even... I don't even know how to follow that. I yeah. think that's just wow. Well, I'm looking forward to, to tomorrow now. Awesome. 8pm. Crazy. Crazy. Is it on your link or is it on theirs? Or uh, They've messaged. I haven't opened it yet. Um, I think they're sending a link. Nice. So, yeah, I'll send it over. Um, oh, I've got an message from someone else hi i'm kim on the marketing team at freya treasures we think you'll love our jewelry and we want to send you some free samples or we're still waiting for our manscape free samples 100%. if you're into jewelry message at freya treasures for more details if not clickable please accept the request they must have Did heard it. the pickup jewelry <laughs> yeah so. i'm also expecting some uh, free barbecue pizzas Barbecue-based pizzas from Domino's to be sent because we've been endorsing that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barbecue berries. <laughs> ah, 
I don't say, should we talk about One Tree Hill? I mean, that's kind of the point of the podcast. If we're gonna, <laughs> if we're gonna carry on. <laughs> well, firstly, and people will know if you've seen the watch long ravenshoops.net, my episodes were mislabeled for like they don't know how this has happened but they're mislabeled so i clicked on the finale that we're about to watch later tonight by accident and we watched the first 10 seconds and dom got to see gavin DeGraw <laughs> singing with jamie and instantly hated it yes yes i absolutely despise that sort of thing <laughs> you're pretty good little kind? man or whatever he says <laughs> <laughs> Breaking through the fourth wall, so to speak, I guess. Yeah. Pissing all over it with that show. <laughs> you know how... Okay. You know how last week on Miracle... Was it on Miracle on 34th Street or on um, Family Man? I, I was saying to you about certain songs fit my vocal tone really well. And I was yeah. did the... I'm walking through the air. Yeah. You remember? I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I found another one today when I was walking, Luna, and it was just playing some music, and I heard something, and I thought, I bet that would sound good in my voice. <laughs> you want to hear some? I do, of course, always. Would you like to know the artist first, or will you be able to pick it up? I'll try. I'll do my best. You, you, you go for it, and I'll see if I recognise it. Okay. Just remember the lyrics. Um, wait, how does it go? I can't remember how this starts. Do you want to tell me what song it is, and maybe I can help? Wait, no, you'll know if you do a music quiz. You can't put me in your penthouse. I'm going back to my plow. Over the howling door, out in the woods, hunting the hunting back. So I finally found that my future lies beyond the yellow brick road. Ah. Ah. <laughs> Who is it? Is it Sir Elton John? Yes. <laughs> I, that was fantastic. It was brilliant. I think there was a moment where the sound cut out a bit. Hopefully it's been picked up by your mic, but it cut out because you reached a range that these mics probably can't pick up. Is Luna okay? <laughs> she is, yeah. She, okay, she just bit Ethany in the other room, but she's fine. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm... Yeah. Well, on on the singing thing, today's episode was meant to be Seb's episode. So I messaged Seb. So, hi, Seb. Uh, and I, I messaged him and I said, um, it's your episode. Are you able to join? And so on and so forth. And I thought I'd, I'd be a bit more organized. Uh, sometimes I, I'm a bit uh, laxed, shall we say, with like messaging people. <laughs> um, normally I did the day before, sometimes on the day. Um, but I did this on Sunday. Happy New Year. How's things going? All this, that, and the other. It's your episode this Wednesday. Are you able to join? And unfortunately, he's not able to make it. Hence why he's not on talking to us now. And I was like, but Seb, Seb, who's going to have the sing-off of Simon? 
Yeah. So it's interesting that you brought up music and Elton John and stuff because that's what I reckon we would have been singing off. So are you going to take his place? No, no. I think we should make Lauren do it when she appears. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Do you have something that you'd like us to sing? I mean, now that you sort of have an idea of my harmonies and what kind of fits with my range, do you have any suggestions? Something I can make sound beautiful? I, I think good, it was good by Yellow Brick Road, wasn't it? Yes, yes. So I think it was really good. Have you got the... You could do the high really well. Can you do the slightly lower? Because it's, well, goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, we're the dogs of society, how? That's the slight, yeah. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, we're the dogs of society, how? Now, here we go. You can't plant me in your penthouse. I'm going back to my plow. Plow, yeah. I told you I trained I'll with do, the Germans. I'll do harmonies. La, la, la. Yes. La, 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 la. I'll, do that. Yeah. I'll do that a bit. Okay. okay. Oh, I love it. I think it's brilliant. I think you're extremely talented. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm glad you're seeing it. Just when will the what, world who see? Who isn't seeing it? I don't, no, I don't. Has anyone said anything? I... I'll find them. What will you do with them? I will destroy them. Who was it? You can tell me. It was actually your father. He's done. He's out. That's it. He just sent me a one word text. It was just (laughs) no. I will do my own washing, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) You will respect his vocal cords. Perfect. Okay. So a lot happened in this episode. Oh, yeah. I mean, where would you like to start? I mean, I would like to start with Deb's storyline, but... Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Which, yes. Okay, let's start with Deb's storyline. I would like to start with uh, the people in the watch-along, who, uh, at the end of the watch-along, I think it was LDG and Magdalena, both sharing in delight that I didn't work out whilst on the watch along that Skills was the mystery man. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there seemed they to be weren't a lot the only of like, ones. in your face, motherfucker. There was a lot in the chat. They were like, oh, he's blown it. He hasn't got it. Like, they were so happy that you didn't see it coming. And that's also, though, it's your own fault from knowing, like... It's like you blacked out for a minute once on a podcast, not long after, you know, Jimmy's episode, and you just suddenly were like, ah, Abby Brown. We were all like, what? <laughs> Where's that come from? <laughs> just ruined the twist for like, that's not going to happen for like 15 episodes time. Just, ah, Abby Brown, I saw it in a vision last night. She was walking in the snow and she said to me, I saw what happened. <laughs> and then I me. saw Simon on the yellow brick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. dear. Well, you know, some of these things just find their way to me and I, I can just see it, just see it happening. Well, I knew that Jamie would find the car, didn't I, as well, which he found today and would give it to Dan. We'll be all upset so, about it. 
Do you remember? Sorry, just because we just remembered the Jimmy episode. <laughs> How oh, no. like annoyed you were about how when he shot the gun there was one poor student that was in a wheelchair and she was like he was like being for fuck's sake what because <laughs> you were saying then like no one was like I can't remember what were you saying like no one was going to get him out or something I just leave the kid in the wheelchair there and and Scarpa. Just let them fend for themselves, you know. It's not like they can get up and run, is it? Nobody <laughs> held the door open for them to get through. Was that what it was? There Probably. Was they got to try and wheel was... through, through glass to get out, but burst in their tyres on their wheelchair. So they got flat tyres that make a fart noise when they wheel. Ridiculous. I remember. I just remember you being like, oh, "For fuck's sake, <laughs> get them <What>? out!" <laughs> oh good times. Uh, yeah, uh, we had we've had some good times on this podcast. It sounds like we're we at the end. Some... <laughs> Simon's done. <laughs> Made it to hey. nearly the end of season five. That's the season finale tonight. Mad one. I know. I know. Mad I know. one. After that announcement from earlier, I feel like I need a cigarette. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm spent. I'm done. I was right. It was six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You filthy beast. Uh, pass me a smoke and a lighter. I'm good. Uh, right. Yeah, you also predicted the Dr. Copeland name reveal. Yeah, that that was we knew that was coming. He kept it when she asked, and he didn't say anything. It's like, oh, okay, we'll come up the end. I've got a new, I've got a new prediction for them anyway. It's that's it's it's stupid that the first time that they're in an office together, you can work out that that's going to be Brooke's new love interest. You mm-hmm. know, it's weird that you can see that. I, I mean, that's what I see anyway. Just okay. the way so you think he's each other. you think he's going to be around? It's not just over now because Angie's better hopefully yeah but he wouldn't have bothered introducing himself properly he wouldn't have come back and said i'm ethan he's got that kieran hutchinson look about him as well hasn't he he's got that andy vibe so he i'm a good i'm a good guy with a bit of dough in the bank yeah yeah and i do these like charity case surgeries you know when they can't afford it because i'm a i'm a decent guy i think Mm. i think he's gonna stick around and be the new love interest because there was mention of Owen as well so I know we were supposed to be talking about Deb but the the mention of Owen from Lucas was um so what's going on with Owen and she was like oh like nothing it's kind of we're kind of done so that was like the drawing the line under it almost maybe he'll pop back here and there and it'll be like official but I think Dr Copeland and the name reveal is is a sign of future love interest yeah and I'd be interested to know whether they had so this isn't to say whether Owen you know comes back and whatever but it feels like he was written to be around for longer and I wonder if he suddenly got like a movie or something and and like so went off to do whatever maybe he comes back maybe he doesn't I'm not going to say obviously but I wonder if they had to change the writing because he had they had bigger plans for his character. 
Yeah, they laid I mean, a lot I mean, of groundwork for him. Yeah, it, it certainly gets involved with the whole uh, Rachel reappearance, doesn't he? Um, which ended very quickly, which is good news. Um, and there was like this whole um, ferret face chase was back and it was all going to be a bit of a um, love web, wasn't it? And, and a bit of a tangle. And then things would kind of work out. But yeah. Then it was the whole I want a baby thing and he disappeared and it was just like, well, it's, this is kind of a good excuse to get rid of him because he really liked Jamie and being around Jamie and stuff. So you almost think, okay, in our head when Brooke says that she wants a kid, he's going to be up for it because he likes kids and it, he, that's kind of the the vibe I got from it. Um, but it turned out to be that he was written out. Yeah, so maybe he got a film or a bigger part of the TV show because he knew he was up for... Maybe he's only in, in it for like 10 episodes or something and he wanted something a bit yeah. more guaranteed. Don't know. Someone let us know. Tell us. I think I say something like that almost every week and no one ever lets us know. <laughs> Come on, people. No one. No one communicates with us. <laughs> oh, you know, I said the other week about how when people join, I like write them a message saying, hi, welcome, blah, blah. Thanks for your support. And they never reply. Nadine replied today. Nice. She's like, oh, I can't believe I didn't see this. You know, Nadine, who joined us last week. Excellent. So thank you, Nadine. You've well done, proven Nadine. that, yeah, people people do see those messages and we're just <laughs> writing it to the void. Oh, that's good. That's decent. So, okay. So, Deb. Nanny Deb. Wow. Nanny Deb. Webcam extraordinaire. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> the webcam that could dead man. <laughs> I mean. So, please, synopsize. So, I, I was told that Skills had a laptop at the beginning of the episode, which I, yes. I missed. So, it must have been when Lucas walks in. Because um, even on my second watch, I think I wasn't looking at the screen because I missed that again, um, which is fine. But but people told me I was I was um, rightfully informed, um, and Deb is so the the whole episode kind of starts with something happening and then us jumping back in time, like to the beginning of the day and then starting again. Um, and with Deb's scene, it is Deb kind of showing off her assets on her a bobbies. webcam, yeah, <laughs> on a webcam to a stranger and Nathan walking in. And be like, oh, God. Um, and he, you know, runs away, terrified, because that's his mother. Um, and then a, a lot of people running in to, to have a look. Um, <laughs> I, I'm kidding. I joke, I joke. Uh, we're, what what were, we, were we described as? Man children. I man was a man children. child. Oh, well, no, we were... Um, what were we? were we we were something i was the man child misogynistic is it yeah something, something like, like that, that. in so. oh we we were sexualizing barbara allen woods in the name of like comedy or something like that i think barbara allen woods was sexualizing herself in the name of comedy for this one plus we spoke to her we you know personally and she was aware of what was happening in the show and what she was doing she's an intelligent person it was just and she was almost said she said in our in our interview with her that 
she had sort of the creators knew and the writers knew that she was game to do these kind of things in a comedic way, like in like in the way that uh, when her and Dan in is it season two or three maybe when they're doing like the pranks on each other and she comes in while he's running for mayor and is like cleaning in sort of uh, suspenders and stuff, right? It was it's done in the name of comedy. It's not actually sexualizing her in like a very in like a serious way you know it's kind of and especially when it's to the webcam and her son's caught her and she's saying well i used to be in the bathroom all the time when you were 12 i knew what you were doing (laughs) and that like it's all done with that uh sort of shine to it rather than it being like um like how they how they wrongfully do things with like Hillary Burton where she's suddenly just wearing like sort of scantily clawed clothing for no reason and it's yeah. not to do with anything. This is where it's like, oh, this doesn't feel right. It's not necessary. It's not even playing into a storyline. Um and because of what we know about the creation of the show, it's incredibly uncomfortable. Where this is more like it feels like it's comedic, and I feel like we know that Barbara Allen Woods wouldn't do any of this if she didn't feel comfortable to do it. Mm. Yeah, she's very much in control of what yeah. she's what she's you know being asked to do. She's got the power. She holds the cards. But also at the same time, we can also say that she's a very attractive woman. Like this mm. isn't like uh, like we can say this in a complimentary way. This isn't, you know, it's okay to say this stuff. Of course. <laughs> she is. And she is. And anyway, she's having a good time. She's enjoying herself because she's showing off some some things to the man on the webcam who she's not met before. And it's they're strangers uh, to each other. Uh, they obviously haven't shown faces because one of them would have, have realised and we only really get her in that situation then talking to Nathan. There's not really any more um, situations of her anywhere else other than when she meets Skills at the end. Look for the, the guy with the rose. She sees the rose. And then she says out his name, which is obviously like his like handle name on the, the site that they're using. And I can't remember what it is. Can you remember what it is? No, I, I can't remember. Uh, okay. But then he turns around and is like, oh, <laughs> and then realises who it is and they both say oh this can't happen this can't happen but skills is being very um kind of look her up and down and is like this can't happen but i want it to you know um and then the next scene is them basically in skills's bedroom saying this is going to be a one-time thing which immediately means it won't be right and so when we spoke to barbara uh you came in for the first half or the second half second second half half. and so in the part that you weren't there for she was saying that one of her like the funnest times in the show was doing this with Antoine that they have a really good friendship they're still really good friends to this day and it was really fun to like film and and do this so that's always nice to hear uh Let's talk about the the bro code line. Uh, Skills and Nathan are friends. It's not the same as like Skills and Lucas, but they are really good friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, is this unforgivable? Sleeping with your friend's mum? 
Like, yes, she's a single woman, but she's still your friend's mum. I think so. I think Unforgivable. so. I mean, I, I mean, it's going to take a lot to see past it, forgive it, yeah, and, and treat it as a as what it is and, and kind of be able to move on from it. I, I, I don't think this is a one-off event. I think there's a lot more of this to come. A lot of sneaking around skills is going to be found like creeping the hallways of Nathan's house, hide, like jumping in a hedge to avoid, you know, Jamie and um to, to avoid Jamie or to avoid um Nathan or Haley. Uh, or there'll be a moment where he's like sneaking out and they're like, Uncle Skills, what are you doing here? And he'll be like, oh, I came to see you, man. And then he ends up being there for the day to play, you know, whatever console they have that week. And, yeah. um, you know, there'll be all those sorts of things where he's like trying to escape or they're trying not to be seen and, and they'll make them like the real comedy duo for a little while um, until things get too serious or whatever, because these things tend, tend to happen as well. Okay. And it's... but. It- it is nice, and you must have noticed, that this must be the most storyline Skills has ever had, like in season five. Like, he's really, like, part of the main group. Like, he always has been, but he that he might disappear for four episodes and then come back, you know, and now he's, like, a main staple. Yeah, I mean, he's he's in it week, like, every week, isn't he? Like, every episode, because he's, you know, the co head coach or whatever it is, the assistant coach, isn't he? Um, for the team. And, so And lives with mouth. Yeah, lives with mouth. And uh, he's, he is a lot more involved. So that that is good to see. And the, the, there's character development there and he's kind of pushed to a new level and they've kept true to his kind of season four ending of that he's going to take care of that baby and he'll be there and he'll be there to help Haley and, you know, because they've been friends for a long time and... That's that's his focus and his and his like goal is to keep them safe and happy, and that's what he's going to do. So it's good that that's that element is, is ringing true through this season, and and then that's been his main focus. Um, and then yeah, this is just like an added bonus for him, I guess. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Great bonus. So <laughs> okay, so that's good. You've. You've given us the the predictions there, so that's really cool. Should we move over from skills over into basketball to because he's also there for Lucas and the basketball game? <sighs> terrible, terrible coach, Lucas. <laughs> Can I just start though before we get into this? Because Please. I thought this when I was watching it for the second time is that. He is acting out of emotion in sport and getting cagey and whatever. Now, Dom, you personally sometimes, sometimes can get a bit fiery at sports, whether that's you're watching in the stands at West Ham, you know, or you're getting stuck into somebody's knees, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Like the, uh, I guess my question is, is once once you get into that headspace in sport in either realm as a spectator or in it is there any way to get out of it is there any return or do you find it is just like a bit of a bottomless pit that you just the only way to stop is when the game's over well i don't 
when it's me, there's no other, there's no like other emotional factor that's affecting it. So it's a response to, so when, when I'm playing, it's a response to something that's happened then and there. Um, when, um, I'm watching, it's a response to whatever's happening, whatever's going on. Um, it's still an emotional response, I suppose, but it's, it's to that event. And then when it's that con- event is it's over, contained. Yeah. And then for me, when that event is over, it's over. It's finished. Finished to all rubbish. Um, <laughs> um, but I think it depends on your personality generally. Because for me, I, I, like we know I don't hold on to things and don't really hold grudges. And I, I can stop things like that very quickly. But it's difficult because he's taken a bad situation for himself personally and he's taken that out there. And that's not going to, he's not going to be able to cut, like get that out of his head. It's not easy to switch that off. It, it would have been one of two things. He reacts the way he did in a rage or he reacts the opposite way and just kind of goes quiet and sits silently and makes no decisions. And they fail because he's made no decisions, you know, rather than, um, you know, getting enraged and slamming the ball into the into the ground and grabbing the kid that walks past him and says whatever he says to him and, you know, just those elements. What, well, could you paint the picture for us? Because we kind of jumped into the second half. Will you paint the basketball picture of what's been happening? Well, the, actually, the episode actually starts with Lucas slamming the ball into the ground um, in a rage with the referee. Um, but it jumps all the way back um, to him going to see Skills in the morning. And um, they're kind of sitting there talking and Skills is, gives him a coffee and they're having a chat about things. And, and basically he's still pining over Lindsay and Lindsay's not had any contact and and that's kind of the main point is that Lindsay's not been in touch at all and he's desperate to speak to her but you know even talking about the book they, they've barely said anything to each other and she won't talk about anything he's like you know it's one thing handing the key back but then not talking to me and, and this that and the other it's just it's just crazy I, I don't get it I don't understand what I need to do and there's all sorts of different people throughout the episode kind of giving him advice and pushing him in the right direction or, or like trying to push him in the right direction. And they're all kind of saying, you know, if it's meant to be, it will happen. And then like, she'll get in touch with you. Don't worry. It's, you know, she's just taking some time. Um, and they're all kind of concerned for Lucas and he's just not, he's not kind of handling it in the best way because he's so focused on that. He's kind of missing everything else that's going on around him. Eventually, like, turns up to the hospital, doesn't need to see Brooke, and he's running a bit late. I think Dr. Copeland is going to think that there's something going on between Brooke and Lucas, because every time um, she's gone to the hospital, he's been there. And then once um, she finds out that the surgery went well, Lucas appears, and it's like, Brooke? And she's like, oh, it's okay. And there's, like, a big hug and stuff between them. And Dr. Copeland kind of walks away, you know, tail between his legs. So I think he's going to say, oh, where's your boyfriend or husband or whatever, and um she'll be like oh no we're not together and they'll be like oh okay great and my name's ewan ethan ethan Ethan. my name's ethan (laughs) you know so they're gonna have a little thing um but but lucas is just still super super hung up on Lindsay, and nothing's happening nothing's going his way we get to half time how long is a half time in basketball because he goes for a little sit down in his office He's got a book. Yeah. He's reading Steinbeck. I was thinking this, and I was thinking it's just more into, like, what a terrible coach he is. Because 
like this is when you're supposed to be in with the players pumping them up talking about what's not working what is working strategies and getting the vibe right he just gone into his office yeah be like they're number 10 he's getting the ball here he's dribbling it round you he's getting these layups he's shooting threes all night you know you should be marking him and, and defending against that come on guys like we're absolutely smashing them and he's got one hand and we can do this and blah blah blah, blah. you know that's mm-hmm. you know just being there geeing them up a little bit have you seen have you yet have you yet seen the new season of last chance you basketball i have completed it yes of course you have how <laughs> good is it man how good is it Coach Mosley, come on! You know what his be, what he would be like at halftime. Yeah, exactly. He'd just be in their face, smash him up. I I find that really difficult to watch this one. I thought the last one was better. He seemed a lot harsher on them this time round. He seems to did. be really, really harsh on on these kids. And I know it's for their own good, but it seems like there's a lot more harshness that comes from him than um, than positives. Like one of them even at one point says like. Um, like, what's good about me? What do you like about me? And he doesn't answer it. He doesn't say, I like this, I like that, I like that. He's like, oh, you want me to answer that? And he's like, yeah. He's like, well, you want me to answer it? Yeah. And he doesn't. He just laughs at him. And I thought, actually, I thought that was, I mean, he's a great coach because he gets results and he wins things. But I, I, I thought his personal style, unless they're like distraught, upset, because one of them gets upset because their father's like in, in the middle of a tornado and like scared. Yeah. Um, that's when he like puts his arm around them and looks after them, and takes care. But other than that, I don't think he's got a personal touch at all. And it's, it's I found it really difficult to 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 sort of keep watching. I actually stopped. I stopped watching it about the fourth episode, fifth episode. Stopped watching it. I thought oh, maybe I'm not going to get to the end of this because wow. I think he's a bit of a dick. And then I thought no, no, just wow. like carry on and keep watching and and like you see how much work he puts into it. Um, but yeah. He's certainly got a lot of life in him and a lot of um, incredibly bold and incredibly, you know, this is my way or the highway kind of kind of coach. But, yeah. Did you see the bit where he's like, he's got crackhead problems, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, about, yeah, about his um, assistant coach yeah. who goes off and gets another job, which is great. You know, it's, it's really good. Like their relationship is brilliant. It's fantastic. But yeah, watching him with these teenagers early 20s kind of they're struggling because they they think they're great and i guess that's the problem there's they've got a lot of big personalities big but ego. He, he shoots them down so much there's not even a little bit of boosting them up you know even brian that guy brian the really really like the seven foot one guy who's got bad knees yeah. and stuff he was he was you know really good but he had a bad game and like a bit of like bit of time that was bad and and instead of saying like you've got this you can do it it's just kind of like your shit sit down um and yeah i, I thought there was a lot of, there was a lot of negative to it in my in my opinion i yeah i can see that i think i i really like him but i think it's that he's trying to get them because they're talking about going to the league like going to like oh, yeah, division yeah. one into nba and he's kind of saying you can't have any of this attitude because a lot of them are there because they have they have the talent, but they're there because their attitude's not good enough to be in like a Division One school. Yeah. Um, and so he's trying to sort of be like, there's no tolerance for this. Um, and if you're going to play like that or uh, like, was it is Josh, the guy that was on the autistic spectrum, right? Yeah. Um, you know, and he had a bad game. It's like, you've got to sit down. Like, but 
he does I think the thing about him is he does really care but you can also see that he puts on the character like he's doing yeah. it on purpose oh yeah um but the other, I, I'm like devastated that that's it. They're not doing another season or it won't be another season with the same team because mm. uh, he said he won't do it anymore, right? And uh, Coach Rob's gone off and whatever. But yeah, it's really good. So anyone that's listening and is like, what are they talking about? Last Chance You Basketball is on Netflix. It's a documentary about a junior college uh, basketball team in East Los Angeles. And it's amazing. I think you're right. F and I agreed and actually have started watching season one again uh, because we like season one so much. There's two seasons. Both are really good. Um, It's emotional, man. Like that guy Mm. that he just takes all of the charges, you know, and he got like his nose broken or whatever. Yeah. Just like complete passion. Just putting his whole body on the line. Yeah. Like had his tooth knocked out. Just to get to a... A better college, a better school, you know, a better division. Yeah. Or it was that he he was saying that he has all this pain in his life, you know, and that he lets it out there, like on the court. Like, it's crazy, man. Like, does it make you intrigued or like about basketball, like about the game, or does it get you into it as like a sport? Yeah, I I really enjoyed (laughs) watching the games. I I, I wanted to go to... uh, like a basketball game, but obviously it wasn't the season when I went to New York. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's fascinating. It's so fast paced. It's such a quick game. It's literally end to end. And that sometimes they describe football matches as this might as well be a basketball game because when it's like up and down, up and down, up and down, because it is so quick, so quick, it's literally just like, okay, we've got a basket. Okay, they got a basket. Okay, we got a basket. And it's just like continuous. And the score line's just insane as well. Just crazy, mm-hmm. but yeah, really good. Like, there's some very, very talented people on those teams in those shows. But I, I'd tell any, I'd say to anyone, watch all of the Last Chance You stuff. I think it's all fascinating. I'll check out what other ones are there. Then there's American football. Is there there's, another one? There's two different. There's three different American football ones um, on there. I think I can't remember what what schools they are, um, but there's like three or four seasons of of American football. Um, and then, yeah, there's, there's quite a few basketball programs on, there's one about a, um, like native American kind of group, uh, and like the school that they all go to and, and them playing basketball that was on Netflix. So that was really interesting. Um, okay. it was worth watching, that but yeah, there's loads, there's loads of, loads of like different ones like that and like high school basketball and stuff. It's just fascinating that things like that get such a big crowd. <laughs> Because over here, it's just like, so shit. Nothing. Net, netball is bigger than basketball here. Yeah. Like, easily, yeah. easily. Have I told, did I tell you that my basketball session's really, like, taken off? Um, so I have, like, 20 players that come every week. Um, Amazing. And it's now got to a point where it's participant-led. So I have three of the most sort of advanced players, like, ability-wise, for, you know, in basketball terms that had been that you know one of the well it's crazy actually one of them i went with to la in 2015 another one i went to abby dabby with in 2019 they're coaching the session so i'm coaching them for them to coach the session uh, i'll send you a picture later it's like this amazing picture of them free in front of like the other sort of 17 odd uh with and then we've got like staff supporting and whatever 
It, but we've done, and so it's going really well. And uh, so we do the hour session, but now we've added on an extra half an hour where now me and the guys that are like really good, um, so like me and like three or four of those guys play just scrimmage for half an hour. Um, nice. It's great because I get to play and they get to play. Um, and uh, yeah, it's so cool. And it's during the day. It's like on a Tuesday. It's like my job. It's like the best. Uh, <laughs> you should come, man. If you ever like have, you know, uh, you know, at lunchtime or whatever, if you're not working, um, and get involved, man. It's, it's good fun. And we've got, we're getting our jerseys from Wayne soon. So we're, they're going to have a whole order of Ravens jerseys. I think I'm a bit short for basketball. I'd love to give it a go. Then yeah. this is the place. This is the most inclusive place for basketball ever. But some of these guys are like, they're legit, man. They're like so, they're, <laughs> they're so <too> good. good. <laughs> no, for real, they're like too good. Nice. Um, but yeah, cool. Okay, sorry, we tangented. So yes, but also at half time they were up. No, sorry, towards the end of the game when Lucas is really like losing it. There's three minutes left and they're up by nine. Yeah. Like as in, can you just hold the ball for a few minutes? Yeah, let I mean, when get, we, let them get one. We like, have a shot. It. There's a shot clock, right? So uh, I don't know if they even have the shot clock in at high school level. Um, but in like the NBA, you have 24 seconds to make a shot, and then once you've made the shot, the shot clock goes back again. But if you haven't made a shot within 24 seconds, the ball gets turned over, right? And that's also part of how far because it's forcing you to attack, right? Yeah. And I think I think someone will probably correct me in the comments, but I think that at the college level, the shot clock might be like 30 seconds. And then I think in uh, and the three point line is slightly closer as well. And then I think in the high school level, I don't even know if they'd have a shot clock. Like they might, but um, like when we were, so we were in in the final at the Special Olympics, Team GB versus USA. We were losing by like six points at like half time. We got it back. We went up by four points. There was one minute left to go, and. I sort of gave a look to the, to our guy that's like the ball handler of basically telling him, which is not massively sportsmanlike, to just <laughs> hold to just hold the ball, like yeah. as in just we're up by four points, just dribble around, um, and he basically did, yeah, uh, until the clock went out, went out. Um, I mean, it's not like illegal or anything, and like we're being filmed by ESPN and stuff. It's like we've got to win. <laughs> um, but yeah, they could have just done stuff like that. Like with nine yeah. points, like he, there was no, and that was the point. He was piling all that pressure on them and it Where was just unnecessary. Once the shot, the, the time runs out, does it go to the, is it the baseline? And they, they start yeah. again. Yeah. If you, if you don't make your shot, the ball will get turned over to the baseline. Yeah. But they okay. started foul, fouling Q so that he would have to shoot left-handed free throws with the idea being, well, he will lose the uh he what they could he'll miss the free throws and maybe they can get the ball back you know um but he got them both but he got them both yeah <laughs> and which spoiler my favorite line was uh the kids only got one hand and then the player's like it's a pretty good hand coach <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean uh like to jump back to lucas he's like not gin up the team at all and that's when he gets his phone call from Lindsay and he answers it that's the bizarre thing because that phone call could have been like 
ages. Do you know what I mean? Or he could have said, oh, I can't answer now, Lindsay. I'm, I'm at a game. Can you call me after? You know, that would be, that'd be really handy. But no, no, he answers it. And she says, I'm seeing someone else, you know. But he he's like gushing all over her. Like, I'm so glad you phoned and like called. I've been waiting for your call. They said you'd call. I love you. Thanks for calling, 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 calling. And she's like, I'm seeing someone else. And it's like, oh, oh, okay. But see, he's, we just see him get upset on the phone. And uh, yeah, then he goes and reacts to absolutely everything. He brings his, you know, that there's there's times in life where you know you say to people you got to leave it at the door and I think you, 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 he needs to leave it at the door there there's no, there's no point in bringing that to a teenage high school basketball game that um you know where he's the coach and he's supposed to be the responsible adult for that team even though he's only a couple of years older than them um he's supposed to be the one you know supporting them Definitely. And speaking of people supporting people, let's let Lauren in, who is a supporter of us and a supporter of our podcast. Lauren is the best. And on that note, Lauren in Dazzlecloth, the white, the home. No, the blue, the blue, the blue. blue. I just saw the lining. I made a mistake. The away kit, the perfect blue dazzle. Lauren, it feels like it's been so long since we've spoken to you. Welcome back. And how are you doing? Thank you. Um, so good to be here. I feel like I haven't spoke to you guys in a while either. So um, I'm doing well coming off Christmas. So feeling motivated for probably this week only. And then back to the normal <laughs> grind and, uh, you know, disgruntlement. <laughs> excellent yeah well, it's great to see you great to have you have you back and and have you on and we have we i guess because you've been so busy we haven't seen you at watch alongs as much lately you kind of or you pop in for a bit and then you've got to go and you know or mm-hmm. you, you turn you turn up when we're already watching but mm-hmm. yeah it's great to it's great to finally see you yes yeah good to see you guys too can we start with some real important business how are the Invisalign teeth treatment? How is it going? I actually just got back from the dentist because I have to go once a month for the Invisalign. And I actually had to get it revised because there's one tooth that isn't moving. So it's supposed to be finished mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. Basically, I had to start over again. Oh, my God. Like from the beginning? Um, more or less. I was originally in like... 29 trays and at like tray 24 they were like this tooth isn't moving so they rescanned everything revised everything and gave me 20 more trays so oh yeah my god is it one is it one tray a week right uh every two weeks <gasps> oh my god mine was every week yeah. so that's so you basically just less than a year like 10 months um i mean i started january 4th actually yeah probably a year ago today so (laughs) (laughs) what a way to commemorate the anniversary yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's why i chose this episode that's why (laughs) (laughs) well can i tell you from being on the other side now of the i've probably been out of them for about six weeks Mm -hmm. maybe maybe a bit longer it's wonderful to have the attachments off like it just feels mm-hmm. free and your teeth feel mm-hmm. really smooth and that's all great and they look all straight and whatever here's the problem 
you have to wear the retainers at night, right? I haven't been doing it. I've just been like, just peeing in the wind, just peeing in the wind. Like I, I just, I'm just like, I don't want to wear them anymore because I thought they were going to be different. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I'm feeling that breeze. Like, like it feels. I thought the retainers were going to be something different, but they're exactly the same as the as the normal trays. And I'm just kind of like, you know what? They're all straight and whatever. I don't what the whole thing is that they can suddenly just go revert. And like, I don't, I don't think they can revert. Like they've been re- altered in shape. Like, I'm sorry. This I don't think anything you said was correct, but. <laughs> um... <laughs> I think that that's that probably there's plenty of people out. who had braces as teenagers and didn't wear their retainers and now they're adults getting Invisalign. Are you serious? Oh, tons of people. All my friends have said that they had braces when they were a kid and now their their dentist is telling them to get Invisalign. Fuck's sake. All right, I'll wear them. I'll yeah. wear them. Well, so it hasn't been long enough to mess them up yet. My dentist told me, because we were talking about what's going to happen afterwards and talking about a permanent retainer or, you know, kind of these ones you put in yourself. And he said, as long as the bottom stays straight, then usually the top follows suit. So I think the bottom's the really important part of it. But I am not a dentist, so I don't want to get any, you know, feedback in the comments. I don't think we have any dentists in the in the Patreon. Not that we, not that we know so. of. No. I don't think so. But also Simon just throwing their entire dentistry profession into the wind <laughs> by going, I don't believe my teeth will move again. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, they're yeah. like going to make money off you. So they're like, great. Yeah. Oh, this sucker. <laughs> I'll tell you what was the worst was the whitening. So like mm. the whole thing, they're like, whoa, they're straight now. You might as well whiten mm. them. Yeah. That was like, I can't even expect. Have you had whitening done before? Mm-mm. I have mine like already paid for, for when I'm done, but yeah, I'll get it done then. I'm just not going to say anything then. Uh, my my mum's tip is to take painkillers before you even put them on. Like, it just sucks. Like, it sucks. Like, it 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 hurt me. Like, it's, sen- it's, sen- it's not a hurt. It's, like, sensitivity. Yeah. But so much. That, like, I could feel, I could, like, they hurt when I was breathing in and out. Like, just the, the movement of air because they're so sensitive. And I was getting so angry like so angry and i was having to work and do meetings and stuff and you know when you're inside you're just raging Mm -hmm. you're like well my teeth feel like they're made of fucking ice um so yeah i think that's a whole i think you're mistaking that feeling for your teeth shifting that's probably what you were feeling because they were just shifting (laughs) back (laughs) they were moving back to crookedness it's worth it though it will be it's worth it in the end dom's thinking Don, would you ever Invisalign? Um, probably not. I've only got this tiny gap here. The the rest is okay. I just got a little gap there. When you start Invisalign, they just create all the gaps. For you. <laughs> yeah, you said yeah, you'd like ended up shaving. They ended up shaving down mm-hmm. some of your teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you got teeth that are now shaped like like that or a bit? The problem is now is my teeth are almost like too perfectly shaped that it's almost like not that it looks unnatural but it's almost like maybe a little crooked one here or there might look, look a little bit more normal i don't well just don't put your yeah. trays in overnight or your that's container it. in overnight you'll be fine per- you'll be back to the way it. 
<laughs> Already there. You've cracked, you've cracked the code, my friend. <laughs> well, keep us updated because we want we want to know we want to know. And you've got you've got the dazzle cloth on. The final Wayne order is imminent. In fact, how did you say did we say her name, Dom? Carolee. Carolee. Carolee <laughs> is uh, is sending through the final cost tonight. And then we will know. We'll have the costs. I can put it out. Dazzle cloth hoodies, sweat towels. Mm. It's all going to be available. Uh, what are you thinking, Lauren? You're going for the black, I assume. Mm-hmm. Finish oh, the yeah. set. Yeah. The only problem is, and I think all the the lady listeners will agree with me, is that you know it's not a woman's cut. So like my hips really don't fit in this. So, but and that's why I didn't get the shorts. I know that you were raving about them, but I don't. For a female, I think it probably wouldn't be a great fit. Like, be like super tight on my thighs, like spandex, and then, you know, super, it'd just be weird. So, but yeah, I'm going to get the towel, hoodies, yeah, whatever. Going for the gold here. And if you need me to do the, uh, the, the shipment coordination, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. We probably will. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> that would be amazing. Well, I'll the make um, mail fraud again. It's fine. <laughs> you can edit that out. <laughs> yes. The the uh, so a lot on the last episode when we did Family Man, we were talking about we were pirating movies and all sorts. But I think we <laughs> we do enough for the world. It's fine. And I was like, but, I didn't watch this whole movie on here. I don't know. That doesn't seem right, but. <laughs> I've got it on Blu-ray, so I feel like I've made the investment for everyone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure piracy necessarily takes that into account, but yeah, I think you're right. I had it on DVD s- as well. So um, it's the same rules as not wearing your your retainers, you know, it's fine. Well, so you know, I um, kind of before COVID, my morning job as I was a fitness instructor. And what I kind of learned is that you can be very careful about what kind of music you can play. And I know that when things transition to, um, you know, Zoom and these on-demand platforms, like they were very careful about like not playing music during the workouts because it's streamed and recorded and things like that. So I'm sure it's it's different for you know teen drama podcasts. I think that falls under a different set of regulations. So. Yeah, I mean you've seen think- you've seen from the show what the American <laughs> uh, justice system is like, right? It's just you can like tell anyone anything kind of- about someone's medical history. You can get out of you can kill yeah. someone and be out of prison in like two years. Yeah, yeah, and I I think we're probably at a level where people. They just assume we have those rights, you know, to play movies and things because it's a professional setup. They know that it, there's a team of staff that we have and lawyers involved. They know that we do this legitimately mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we pride ourselves on that. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, we're going to edit this whole part out. well so the dazzle cloth i completely feel you because one thing that that you won't know because we haven't met in person yet and dom i don't know if you do know but maybe you know from you know the few times that we've hugged over our lives but i do have womanly hips and the hips don't lie Mm -hmm. uh they're kind of kind of bony uh effany says they're kind of like childbearing hips Mm -hmm. but without Mm -hmm. you know the children so like i feel it like it is a straight cut on the the dazzle cloth jersey 
Um, doesn't hide the hips. Let's say that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not flattering. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Yeah. I just want to see the line. I'm up here, people. I'm up here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the on the very rare occasions that we've hugged, I don't I tend to have my arms round your waist. <laughs> You're not that taller. <laughs> not that much taller than me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you put your arms? Rib cage under. Um, You're probably going under. I'm going over. Yeah. Yeah. It would be weird if I went round your neck, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> Yeah, that'd be awkward as fuck. (laughs) So, Lauren, there's going to be... Are you ready for this? It's going to blow your mind. There's going to be a One Tree Hill convention here in the UK. Oh. That's the first part. Okay. second part is Dom and I are invited to cover it and be there. And here's the third part. Are you coming? Whoa. Yeah, when is it? Whenever you're free, it's in <laughs> it's in April. We just found Wait, out, but we three we don't expect now? you to come. That would be a long a long flight for you, Ooh. but you would be invited, of course. Hmm. Well, I'm supposed to go to Switzerland for work, so maybe I could somehow tag this uh, all okay. together. Yeah. Okay. Layover in Manchester. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I hate international flights. I hate flying overseas. I, <laughs> The turbulence is so bad for someone like me. I'm just a giant baby about it. Okay. But we will see you in Wilmington. We're still going to Wil- mm-hmm. Dom, we're still going to Wilmington. Don't think this <sighs> Manchester thing means we're not going to Wilmington. Damn it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of course. Well, wait, well, wait, before we go further, Dom has questions he needs to ask you, Lauren. I do. I have questions. <gasps> oh, shoot. I have questions. Okay. I hope you've got answers. We haven't done ours because you've been our only raven oh. on this episode. Oh. We were supposed to have three, um, but you were, it was whittled down to one. Okay. Um, um, oh, because, wow. Because, okay. you know, schedules and busyness and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll start off with the questions. I'll give my answers, then Simon, and then, you know, your lovely self. Mm-hmm. And here they are. So if you had to start a band with any of the main characters, who would it be? Maximum two. I picked Lucas. The second week in a row for Lucas. Uh, what would your band name be? And my band name would be Fake Laughs and Empty Cups. He, oh, he the amount of times in this episode he went <laughs> so annoying, and everything, <laughs> every cup that he had that Skills gave him or that he was holding empty drives me insane. Uh, and if Peyton was still manager and organising your rider, uh, what one thing would you demand at each gig? And I just put a thousand empty cups. Mm. So that's. That's our band. That's my band. Simon, what about you? Who's joining you in your band? Peyton. Excellent. What's your band name going to be called? Foxy Dude Buddies. Oh, my God. So many. <laughs> so many. It drove me nuts as well. And what's on the rider, my friend? A mallet to throw at her. <laughs> Every time she says one of those words. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Nice one. And Lauren, we go for the same questions. So which uh, character would be in your band or characters? You know, it's funny because I have all these notes, my performer, favorite background performer song, and I actually didn't even prepare any of this like an idiot. Um, That's okay. It can be anyone. It doesn't have to be this episode. Anyone that we've met so far. Yeah. So, okay. So on the fly here, I'm going to pick the coach um, of, what is it, Bear Creek? 
Is that who they were playing? Yep. And yes. the big Ophi guy who um, goes after Q's wrist, he's kind of like, okay. Uh, so, and he calls Lucas a jackass, right? We're yes. gonna we're yes. gonna be we're gonna be um, team jackass. That's our <laughs> name. And our writer is going to say that we need. Um, we need mouse giant wing at every <laughs> doesn't everyone <laughs> doesn't everyone perfect answers mm-hmm. <laughs> it does have a giant wang well done yeah. I like it <laughs> not on camera though. I no. <laughs> if 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 Lee Norris is at the convention, Dom, I dare you, double dare you, as the man child that I am, to somehow ask him about having a wang, a giant penis. wang, something. Yeah. Okay. How would yeah, you I, to state it? How would do you, you do think, it? What's funny is that you think that's a problem for me. It isn't. <laughs> you wouldn't even have to say I dare you because I'd just do it. I'd stop. My I'm eye like, would be twitching. <laughs> I'll be like, uh, Lee, pleasure to meet you. Um, really like uh, Mouth in some of the later seasons of, of One Tree Hill because he's a bit weird, a bit pervy. But we've got a theory that he's got a huge penis. Can you confirm or deny? Also, just... why did your agent, you know, bin us off when we yeah. wanted you for an interview? <laughs> did you Have you heard of us? Did you? Did you decline our podcast? Because if you did, we're here then... now, Lee. <laughs> yeah, we're running this fucking show. We're <laughs> media. Be like, you yes. work for us now, Lee. <laughs> yeah, we're the mouth and Jimmy of this shit, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of us is getting shot tonight. <laughs> oh my god! Guess which one's got a gun? It's Dom. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh, God. So much editing out of this episode. <laughs> no it's going to be like 10 minutes Never. long. It's just no <laughs> editing ever. <laughs> well, so, Lauren, we've we've loosely spoken about Deb um, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and skills, but what, do you have any <laughs> do you have any input? Like, what's your perspective on the Deb skills situation? Um. I'm trying to think when I, you know, first watched it, I, I didn't see that coming. I just thought it was going to be just a random guy. And I thought it would, you would never actually see the guy. I thought it would just kind of be a series of, you know, different <laughs> things that Deb was doing in front of the camera. That would basically be kind of the only insight we would have into our dating life. Um, I like it. I like how he was just, totally into it he's like yes i did see everything and um you know that's why i chose this episode it's because the brassiere (laughs) (laughs) well yes with peers and brassiers well i think it's uh we were saying that it's played for laughs and it's played as comedy so it's like it's we we can enjoy it and when barbara was on on the podcast she was saying this is one of the things that she really enjoyed doing and it was fun to do and she's got a really good friendship with Antoine so it doesn't feel uh doesn't feel to be anything contentious about it where actually there's times where we've seen Peyton just randomly in like scantily clawed clothing for no reason and it's just not played for anything and that feels uh icky 
for lack of a better term. Yeah, well, they've talked not, about not that a lot her. on Drama Queens. Yeah, like the whole um, Brooke and the teacher Nick storyline. That was yeah. gross. Um, you know, Fallout Boy, Pete and Peyton. Are they already up to that already? Yeah, they're on season four. Mm-hmm. Oh my started. God, Dom, they're catching us up. <laughs> Are they doing two a week or something? Are they mm-hmm. not weekly as well? No, they're doing one. Um, yeah, I think they're season four. I think they just started. Um, well, they might overtake us because if we're doing... Um, one in four. We're, we're doing three and four, aren't we? Three, and, three one, and four, right? sorry, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. No, we'll be all right. We're, next week we'll be on season six. Yeah. Start off. Yeah. They also said Gigi, the actress who plays Gigi, was only like 14 or something. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. So that's also kind of gross as well. Yeah. Yes. Because they make her say, all, you know, they kind of over-sexualize her and she's kind of like the horny, like, you know, teenage girl and she's saying some kind of gross things. Yeah. You know, and I kind of yeah. agree with what you guys have said about drama queens that and they ruin it because they bring these things up and I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a different perspective and I got to just say, okay, that's, it's a different perspective than what you guys bring and that's what it is. So try not to yeah, get too caught up in it. It's yeah. I think it's, it is all perspectives and it's just what you enjoy. And um, I feel like we, we did our episode I think what did we label it i think we labeled it like our final thoughts on drama queens and i think we kind of summed up perfectly how we felt in that um so yeah i it's difficult it's difficult i think it's people looking at a show that they enjoy that they love the impact of but maybe don't necessarily love the show and whereas you've got other things like pod meets world i don't know if you listen you, do you listen to that lauren Mm-mm. well they're people that they point out the issues with the show where there's issues because you know it's a 90s show and so there's issues with diversity and it being very uh sort of misogynistic writing and you know female characters aren't really uh honored or portrayed very well and and you know all those kind of things that unfortunately you expect with shows that are a bit more dated but they also love the show and love making it and it also had a problematic um showrunner not as problematic like nowhere near but also you know had had some problems with it um so i again i really believe their podcast would serve better as an interview podcast where they interview someone from the cast or crew every week and talk about their experiences on the show i think that would be a stronger avenue in um and it also would shine a light on people that don't necessarily get the light shined on them like matt sullivan the set decorator and jordan john nordstrom and the composer and people like that i think that would be such a better avenue into it um but also i am aware that i am one person and it obviously is working because it's very successful so Yeah. yeah yeah it gets to be like a little bit man bashing for me and you know, it's almost like everything rubs in the wrong way. And uh, I mean, as a female, I don't want to be blind to that kind of stuff, but it's also like going through life like that. It's just exhausting. Right. So sometimes you just got to let things go and just roll off your back. And so maybe I'll get some bad comments for that, but (laughs) I, 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 I don't know. I just try to okay make a note of it and just move on. And I mean, 
I'd rather it be almost like office ladies where they, you know, go into detail about things and like things that you guys have alluded to, like continuity, like in time. Like I, I always pay attention to time in a TV show that really bothers me. I don't know. I'm just type A or just very detail oriented, but I'm always like, how do you have so much time in the evening? Like mm, you had a basketball yeah. game. Now you're like out all over the town. Like, isn't it like 10 o'clock at night? Like you're in high school. And also like, even if you're not, you're tired. I, that kind of stuff bothers me more. So, and I think like office ladies, they'll kind of address like, Oh, you know, there's this discontinuity, I kind of prefer that rather than, you know, the hell with every man who was ever on the show. Cause <laughs> you know, he looked at my boobs. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, for sure. I and mean, that's very, that's like, that's very you Dom as well. Right. Like you pick up on those kind of things. On the time. I, I, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I like to pick up on that sort of thing and would rather it, it made sense and had some sort of, you know, viable timeline and stuff right. that, they, that they can talk through. But even in this episode, Haley says, you know, I, I can't imagine um, have, being part of that world again and that life and going on tour and all that when I've got mm. a family to run and I've got a school classroom full of kids. It's just like, well, you're never fucking it either. So it doesn't really matter, yeah. does it? Right. You went to record a song today and you didn't even do that. So clearly you got time to burn. And I was confused by the whole, you know, they showed all those scenes at the beginning and then they said 18 hours earlier. And it's like, how was that surgery 18 hours long because they showed Brooke, you know, crying in the Mm -hmm. waiting room, but they called Peyton and said that Angie's surgery is ready 18 hours earlier. I I didn't make any sense. That that bothers me. (laughs) Bizarre. Yeah. That that's when they had the idea of let's show everyone basically the Pulp Fiction. I mean, it's from Pulp Fiction, right? Let's show everyone at a later point in the story and then go back to find out how they got there and then go beyond it. It's literally Pulp Fiction created that in 1994, two, mm. four, two. Which one is it, Dom? Four. I, I think Reservoir Dogs is 92. Sounds about right to me. Your dad would know. I have a distinct <laughs> memory of my dad lending your dad Reservoir Dogs on VHS. Did he get so your back? dad? No, my dad's, my, da- my dad's my dad. never, he hasn't slept a full night since. He's like, <laughs> when will he give me that VHS tape back? My dad wouldn't have kept it. I know him too well. He would have given it back almost immediately. My dad used to have this side hustle, Lauren, right? So when back when VHS videos were a thing, mm-hmm. uh, there was this news agent, so like a convenience store in the village that Dom lives in. And I can't remember the guy's name, uh, but the guy, Ray, yes, <laughs> Ray, uh, who, <laughs> who owned the shop, they use like just newspapers and like, you know, chocolate. snacks, chocolate, snacks, <laughs> drinks, whatever, like a, like a 7-Eleven, <clears throat> but not, you know, branded. Yeah. Shop worthy. Yeah, yeah. Independent. And he used to have uh, like a spiral 
thing that you could twist yeah. that had that had vid- had videos on it and so my dad would buy videos like that he would have and he would give them to ray and ray would rent them out and then they would split the profits <laughs> did you know this dom you've told me this before yeah piracy runs in your blood <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's learned from the oh. best yeah, <laughs> but, but my dad got such a friendship with this guy Ray that when I wanted to go to secondary school, high school, that the one that Dom went to that I ended up not going to, this guy Ray lived like opposite that school, and so he again like piracy or however you want to call it, we told the school that I but my dad and I lived with Ray at his address, and that That's got me just- in. That got me into that school. It's a beautiful uh, all-out fraud right there. <laughs> well, that's just... That's a relationship built over reservoir dogs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought you were going to say end- the profits from the video rentals paid for your, your schooling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That would be great. Um, but I ended up not going to that school um, because I got into this other school and... I got like convinced that it would be better to go there because they have a golf course. I never played golf, not once. No, no, it wasn't a good school. Um, and, uh, you know, and I, I actually had a really bad time, but I have to always think, you know, when you try and rationalize things, well, if, well, if all of these things didn't happen, you wouldn't be where you are now, you know, not to say that I'm in some wonderful place, but I'm like happy internally so it all worked out for the best but what i'm trying to say is don't know what i'm saying how did we get under reservoir dogs 94 <laughs> pulp fiction yeah it's a trick it's a trick it's a trick from there it's a writing trick they they like the idea of doing that and then wrote the script to that and then didn't go through it for any kind of continuity at all it's lazy mm-hmm. it's lazy yep just i mean if they just have someone on the writing crew who's like you know what honestly this is like 12 hours boom (laughs) done Done. yeah but that person probably get fired for bringing that up yeah is what it sounds like and they've done this before right they did it with like the midnight madness right where they flash forward and then kind of explain the story back um i don't remember the timeline on that one if that was correct or not but it was bothering me yeah Terrible Tree Hill timelines. Mm -hmm. Good call, though. Mm -hmm. Very good call. Mm -hmm. There's quite a lot of good music in this one, though. Yes. Yeah. I thought like the song, the song that was at the the, there was like two songs for the basketball game. Like one that was like first half where it was, I can't even remember how it went, but you know it was like Dom. You should know. Is run by Niles Barkley. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, I thought I recognised Celia Green. CeeLo Green's voice. <laughs> yes. I'm just filling you, in the yeah. blanks tonight. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. <laughs> filling in the blanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was really good. Yeah. And then also the song in the second half when, you know, things were going spiraling away. That song was also good as well. Um, and then one thing I noticed, well, I watched it twice and I've noticed them both, but I kind of looked it up last night. So if you guys remember, I came on for a bonus episode back when you were doing them. And I showed you this clip from family guy where they were making fun yes. of one tree Hill. Right. Yep. And at the end of the cl- clip, they have, you know, Lucas like looking out in the water and the song goes, 
these problems matter. So anyway, when Peyton is in her office talking to Mia and she gets a phone call about, you know, Haley being on the the roof from Millie, um, her ringtone is that, is exactly that jingle, which is not actually a song. So it's not like, oh, she just happened to have the same song. And I actually found on the internet, the internets were going, were a buzz on this. And let's see. Yeah, I found the link. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, God, where is it? Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, someone said, One Tree Hill, OMG. Did you know that in season five, episode 17, Peyton's ringtone is the song from the episode of Family Guy where they make fun of One Tree Hill? So I wasn't crazy. I went back and rewound it a couple times and was like, is that it? That's it. What a that. great spot. That's fantastic. Yeah. That is that is amazing and satisfying for you that you mm-hmm. that you connected that. But that also must show that whoever the writer was for that bit on fa- on Family Guy must have either thought, Oh, let me just quickly watch a clip or something to make you know to reference it or something or they're like a proper one tree hill fan that did it, it like how way, i think it's the other, the other way, way around. around yeah yeah or family oh guy like the family guy the episode and they've they've put it into one tree hill as a mm-hmm. oh. not, yeah we we can laugh at ourselves yeah i'd have to check when that clip from family right. guy came right, out right, 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 right. but that's my thought i agree with you dom um i'll put yeah. a link to the clip in patreon i guess you can put links in there i think right yeah. Um, I'll do that so everybody can see what I'm talking about and then awesome. rewatch it. Yeah. What a catch. Yeah, that, that was amazing. I was losing my shit. I was being yeah. dumb. I was being <laughs> dumb. That definitely is how they would. Now, that's great for One Tree Hill to like play it off like that. That's like the perfect way to accept something like that. Yeah. Surprising because I, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like they're getting a little cheekier in these as the seasons have gone on so maybe they're taking themselves less serious right well it felt like the the whole starburst thing was a bit of a bit of a joke as well just like throwing that in everyone's face just like do you want to do the starburst thing yeah like don't forget the starburst or what color do you want i'll have the orange starburst you know, just <laughs> just continuous it's like okay we get it they're paying a lot of money what's your what's your what? favorite flavor Green. Ooh, Red. The green. green? Yeah. Wait, that's on like the yeah. tropical ones. That's not even in the original pack, right? Yeah, green's in the original pack. I don't eat tropical stuff. <laughs> I thought it's only orange, red, and yellow are in the original. There's a green one in there as well. Maybe in the UK. I'm going to Google this now. They Maybe. might they might just be spoiling you in the US. Like in the UK, they make us eat our vegetables, you know, the green, <laughs> the it's yellow. It's a kale-flavored Starburst. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're not. They used to be called opal fruits here, right? Is that right, Dom? You said that yes. in the watch along. Yeah, they were opal fruits for a long time, mm. and then can I share? I can't share my screen. Okay, you can share. Hang on, it's the security thing. Yeah, go on. I mean, so, this is no good for the people listening, yeah. but Dom but is about to about share them. his screen. This is what I remember, which is yes. can you see the green? So oh. there was green, like purpley. I think you yeah. maybe had this mm-hmm. one. Yep, which has no green. But ours had green. Yeah. I remember the green. I so used to you like never, the green. You never ate your vegetables out there, Lauren, in the US. No, we're, we're fat slobs in the US. We don't. 
If it has any nutritional value, we don't want it. No. Um, have you ever had Starburst jelly beans? No. Oh my God. I will send you some. I don't, and you must not have them in the UK, but I will say that's the best jelly bean there is. They're so good. Oh, Dom's going to hate me for saying this, but I'm pretty sure Dom owes you biscuits, right, from like a year ago. I do. Mm-hmm. I do. I'll get that done. I promise you. I will do that. Do you know Don't what? hold I your breath. Went... Don't no, no, hold your breath. No, I promise you. I, I even went back on our Instagram conversations to make sure I still had your address, which I do. Okay. Do, you know so... the easy, do you know the easiest way to do this, right? Because I had said to Lex that I would send her some British stuff, and I was trying to do it, and because... Lauren, as you know, with, you know, the mail and the charges, it it works out to be crazy. So I got, I ordered stuff on American Amazon and mm. had it shipped to her. Oh. So it's, so you don't have to, it's already coming from in America, but things like I sent her like Marmite, it's like British uh, mm-hmm. spread and uh, uh, custard creams. Yeah, I watched her and, little uh, um, ratings video, I guess. Taste test. Right. Yeah. So we can do that, Dom. We could like, okay. and even if we did it through Lex, like we could get Lex to order it and send it to Lauren, but I will send Lex mm-hmm. the money or whatever. So then you get it. We have ways to work this around, you know, it's just an ocean. Why are they, pay- why are they charging us so much? <laughs> Fuckers. You know, yeah, laws be damned. <laughs> yeah. We should get that on. I mean, we, we should get that. That should be the next like hoodie logo for the Ravens podcast. <laughs> rules be damned we, we need we want to get like nike hoodies like they're actually like so they, they've got standard length and size and everything sorry is this a tangent dom is it because i said nike i'm sorry we say nike here in in the no, uk no, no, Lauren, no, no. Just, dom no, doesn't that like that no 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 it wasn't that at all i just think this um I, I don't worry. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I think, I think what is we should is, is a tangent. We've talked is it about bad content. Is it bad fit. content, Dom? No, never. Never bad content. But there'll be people out there going, please just talk about Nathan. <laughs> I think but first order of business is get a get a lawyer on retainer for the Yeah. <laughs> Simon I think Simon might have a lawyer, but they probably don't deal with this kind of law. <laughs> I've got two actually, or three nice. at the moment. Oh, Dom, I haven't told you, Lauren. First to know with Dom. Apparently, Touchwood, we have a moving date, which is be one month today, like the third or fourth of February. Be moving. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Not to the US, right? Not to France. No, to half a mile there. Literally, <laughs> not even that. It's technically, it must technically be like 10 houses down. It literally is like there. Like, <laughs> I've said this before, a professional javelin thrower could throw a javelin from this house <laughs> to the next house. I'm pretty certain. I was At hoping you'd move in with Dom. would be too difficult. Oh, that would be There's room, Dom, there's room for you <laughs> in the inn. I well, like much... Dom to live in my loft as an attic. Yeah, I'd like him to live in the in the loft. Uh, it's got one oh. of them lofts where you pull the thing down and the stairs, like stairs come the ladder, up. come out. What would rent when you be? live up there? Is there nothing? Rent? Nothing. Oh, just a beautiful man. Do some laundry or something. We'll balance oh. it out. Okay, do everyone. So I'll get my dad to do it. <laughs> Tom Colonel. That's all it takes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No oh, rent dear. free, buddy. Anytime. And Lauren. Sincerely, if you're ever going to come over to the UK, you should come over. Yeah. You can stay with me. 
Dom lives 10 minutes down the road. We'll podcast. We'll go to a West Ham game. Mm. We'll go to London. Mm. Go to You're invited. Pub. Go to the pub. Go to Nando's. Oh, my soccer team, we're, we're changing jerseys. Yeah. To what? Uh, it's just, we actually just designed it. It's not an actual, like, yeah. And our team name okay. is Modelo United, as in, like, Modelo the beer. <clears throat> <laughs> the Mexican beer. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I still need to make a commercial. Like it. Damn it. I keep forgetting. <laughs> I'll send something. Yeah. Yes. Send it. Send it. We'll put it in. Yeah. Why not? Excellent. Yeah. Well, okay. Right. So hang on. Can we talk about. Um, <laughs> We've got 20 your, minutes. What's your to problem? Do, to nah. talk about this actual episode at some we'll point. Make wait. And judgments. Make them <laughs> wait. We talked about the ringtone. I mean, that was. That's true. Yeah. That was dope. Fantastic good. Easter egg moments, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Can we talk about Mia, right? So Mia comes back. <laughs> Mia's so happy. Like, uh, this is going to sound so- like I'm such a hater, right? Mia's so happy. So happy. And she should be. She's killing it. She's successful. And then Peyton's so happy. She's killing it. She's successful. Mia's sold a hundred thousand albums, right? Mm-hmm. So what's an album go for? Fifteen dollars yeah. in these days. Mm-hmm. So the record label people in LA are getting what? I don't know. Ten of that. I guess. Ten Two, what? Like ten dollars of the fifteen or eight, something like More. that. Over oh, half. Uh, with these things, that actually take pretty much all of the money. That they get the the reason the reason why artists um, tour is because they get more money from touring than the actual sales yeah. of the of the albums. They don't they don't they don't make any money really off the sales of the album. She'll get okay. a, a percentage. But then Peyton's got it's so the deal was brokered between Peyton and the LA people, right? So are we assuming Peyton's getting half of that. So mm-hmm. so we're saying so say if it's pay, say if Peyton got paid five dollars out of the fifteen dollars per album, then she's made half a million dollars, right? If a hundred thousand albums have been sold, mm-hmm. yeah, because it would yeah, be one point five million, wouldn't it? So she's yeah five hundred thousand at least. So kaching, right? And then <laughs> and then Mia is getting this you know touring money because she's out there doing work. So they're really happy, but Peyton happy is hard to bear because she says things like hey foxy hey buddy hey dude it's almost like i don't like you happy and that sounds like such a horrible thing to say because i want her to be happy i want everyone to be happy but the happier she is the more nauseous i feel there's something wrong with me if she's not tied up in a basement <laughs> with a knife in her face you're not happy, are you? <laughs> you just I told like you, I was brought up in Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting off ears and things. You know, that rent, oh, that yeah. video rental money's really gone to his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all to be a Dom. I, my dad did all, did all of that fraud so I could go to the same school as you, Dom. And you didn't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> didn't go anywhere. Poor Ray. Poor Ray. Ray's in prison. <laughs> doing time. I didn't even know. Yeah. Prison break prison was based break, on Ray's yeah. life. <laughs> oh, I need to get back to that. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I did Stranger Things and yeah, I need to get back to that. So. Hell yeah. I need to do Dawson's Creek. I got a lot. I'm busy. Yeah, you do. Yeah. 
Well, okay, sorry, <laughs> right. So wait, so Lauren, does how do you feel about Mia and Lauren rock the vote? Actually, like she was kind of almost in my running for favorite character because she was just kind of like made it fun. Um, I don't know, like Haley was just kind of mopey about you know, and the Dan stuff kind of pissed me off with her. So I don't know, it was kind of nice having and like yeah, Peyton looked like she, ooh, like she had the flu or something. <laughs> that episode i don't know she didn't look very good so and you know of course brooke was crying i mean rightfully so but i mean buzzkill so um i felt like mia was kind of a nice like breath of fresh air um but it was kind of yeah like kind of cheesy that's where I kind of like feel like they're not taking themselves very seriously anymore and you know the writers or whatever so Mm -hmm. I like her, but I, yeah, I can see how it was kind of annoying. She She's like a nicer Chris Keller. So the episodes that she reappears in normally have a bit of tomfoolery about it, you know, a bit of silliness. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how I kind of see her now is that when she reappears, it's because we want to have a little nonsense element with a bit of heartfelt with a bit of nonsense again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what about Peyton, Dom? She's Satan. We know this. <laughs> it's um, uh, from picking up the phone at the beginning of the episode was when she annoyed me. So <laughs> when she picks up the phone like, huh, what? And then it's like, Brooke, gotta go to the hospital. <laughs> Angie, or whatever the kid's name is, you know, just like, all right, calm down. Like, wherever you're from, she like egged up that accent a bit, didn't she? And then... Yeah. Like, again, they wouldn't give that kind of medical information over the phone. I don't think they would ask for Brooke, (laughs) right? And then they would, uh, yeah. Well, they were leaving an answer phone message at first. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then she (laughs) has the book laying on the bed and it's like, it's going to get all crumpled and stuff. You probably have shoes on. Oh, probably. Yeah. (laughs) Horrible. Stinks. Sure. Shall we, if we move over to Brooke then from there, so there's this whole Dr. Copeland thing and mm. we we spoke about this, about Dom predicted that in during the watch along of how his name was going to be revealed, which was that he was just going to say, Ethan, my name is Ethan or however he said it, you know, which was bang on accurate. So well done, Dom. Kudos. Um what do you think of Dr. Copeland and uh, Brooke and that whole situation, Lauren? Um, I didn't like how he didn't answer her when she was like, what's your name? And he's like, you need to relax. And I was like, oh, well, that's a strange name. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, <laughs> now he's being cheesy. Um, yeah, I... And I won't, I, yeah, I, I just, I feel like they're going to date. I felt some kind of like weird spark between them. Do you feel that, Dom? That's exactly what I said about half an hour before you came on. Hmm. Said that they, there's just this weird connection. Now he said his first name. 
he's the new love interest. And and there was kind of like a little bit of a spark when they were in the office. But I think he's going to think Lucas is like her partner or boyfriend or whatever, um, because he's been there kind of at every occasion. Uh, and then they had their hug yeah. at the end and then he kind of walked away and then came back and said, oh, you know, it's Ethan or whatever. But he's got very much, I was saying this to Simon as well earlier, that he's very much got a Andy vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice guy, kind of looks a bit like Andy a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. And nice guy, a bit of cash, you know, he's got mm-hmm. some, his, his, his wallet isn't ever empty, is it? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think he's going to be a new love interest. Plus there was mention of Owen not being around as well. Mm-hmm. So I think Owen's been kind of, that we're drawing a line under Irene and we're moving on to a maturer man who's a doctor. Yeah. And he's beautiful. Yeah. And you know, Dr. Copeland's probably like, she's clearly with this guy. Cause he keeps like squinting at me. Like he looks <laughs> <laughs> and fake laughing. He's laughing at everything. <laughs> he thinks it's all so funny. Well, if we stay in the medical field, what about our boy, Dan, who is, Maybe Loki threatening a dying it's reverend? 100% going to kill him, isn't he? <laughs> Pillow over the face. Didn't make it. <laughs> I will say, Dan's hair looks fantastic this episode. Did anyone else notice that? I have, it I have makes me mad. It like, makes me mad. I, I actually got mad with my, with my dad the other day. <laughs> now, my dad is recently turned 60 and it's got a beautiful full head of hair and it almost feels like it's getting thicker by the day and mine feels like it's getting thinner and i was literally like dad give me your head like what the hell are you doing like (laughs) give me it like i want your hair like it pisses me off like in a lovely way i love him i love him very much but i just uh (laughs) but yeah dan's hair it's just wonderful it's great yeah when he was um with the doctor and the doctor saying you're number two on the transplant plant list. And, you know, he's talking about how the Reverend's such a good guy and he, you know, Dan immediately got defensive and that's not where my brain went in that whole scene. I don't know how you guys felt. Like I didn't feel like the doctor was trying to, you know, take a dig at him for being a, you know, ex convict. And uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, exactly the same for me. Uh, I didn't think it was a dig until Dan brought it up. And I was like, oh, maybe it was a dig. Oh, yeah, because he, he is a murderer. <laughs> so it did kind of highlight a bit, but I, I, I didn't think that at all. I was like, yeah, he's a really, you know, he's he's waiting for a heart. He's number one on the list because, you know, he was there first. And, you know, he's a really good guy. So hopefully we can get him one. And then, and I thought it was just more like a flippant comment that Dan has then gone, oh, so because he's a good guy and he hasn't done anything wrong in his life, I, I don't deserve to be on the list first. And it was just like, whoa, whoa, hold your horses sort of thing. So like Dan is trying to change so much, but also not change at all. Um, and, and it's it's quite good. Like he's still like, how much money, how much is it going to cost me to be number one, you know, and, and mm-hmm. stuff uh, and to bump myself up on that list and, you know, basically sign someone's death warrant again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, he, he is, he always looks after number one, doesn't he? That's kind of always been his MO from the beginning. So but Jamie should be number one now. It's his best friend. Well, that's a great that's a great transition. So, Haley in the previous episode had thrown Jamie's uh, card in the in the trash. Mm-hmm. He found it, and which Don predicted. Mm-hmm. And there we go. He was upset. He went on a walk in the street on his own, and 
he, but eventually he got to give the card to his grandpa Dan, which was a sweet moment. Which again, Dom, I guess you predicted that too because you said that Haley would go soft on Dan. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's been coming for a little while. But one thing I will say is, she was like to the point of splitting up with her husband for pushing Kevin Federline in a nightclub. But she wasn't pissed off with her husband that their five-year-old child was walking alone in the street, not on the pavement, actually in the road. And she found him. She happened to drive past him. She wasn't angry at that at all. It just shows how much she does not care about her son. (laughs) She doesn't give a shit. She wanted she him in a, on a, on the freeway, if anything. That road was too quiet. <laughs> he, I, she was speeding up to him, 100%. And then there must have been a cat in the way. And she's like, I don't want to kill the cat. I like the animal. I'm going to swerve. She And then missed him on purpose. Ridiculous. Like, get in the car. <laughs> All right, then, you little turd. <laughs> and why not, like, stuff the card, like, into the... Just it's in the trash, like, don't put it right on top. Man, if I'm trying to hide shit and I hide shit in the trash. Exactly, yeah. You know, you stuff that stuff on the side, you wrap it in a tissue, you know. They'll never know I ate this because it's at the bottom of the bin. They're never yeah. Gonna see it. Right. Yeah, the car came out all clean. There wasn't any, like, ketchup on it or, you know. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But a good we got we got that moment at the end which yeah. which is good and it kind of creates a future labyrinth of what's going to happen, right? With Nathan and I mean that's the other thing. She should have checked with Nathan first also, right? Well, yeah, Nathan has been saying like you're not going to have anything to do with us. But I think Nathan is softening as well, probably more than I was expecting. Um, because of the whole he's going to coach him and stuff. And I, I think he has said no means no. And at the, the end of the last episode, Dan kind of threw that glass at the mirror, didn't he? And smashed the mirror and mm-hmm. was very upset because Nathan had been like, you know, piss off. But I think, you know, as I said before, I think Haley is slowly starting to warm to him and starting to see that, that he, he wants a relationship with Jamie and that he's actually maybe going to be good for Jamie because he's not pushing him into... um into doing anything like he did with Nathan. He's just like kind of being understanding and loving and caring and, you know, saying nice things to him. And Jamie really sees the good in him. And I guess that's the the wonderful thing about kids is that they do anyway. Uh, and maybe Jamie's highlighting that to mm. Haley a little bit more mm. um, because Haley only sees evil in everyone. <laughs> but, Especially, but, mostly but, but not in the mirror, but we see it, Haley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She sees nothing in the mirror. It's just, blank yeah vampire (laughs) sucks the joy out of everything (laughs) Haley is fine she she's like of the early seasons i need people to remember this not season two but in season one she's one of the best characters easily Mm. and and this goes without saying one of the best actors like all round natural all the rest of it um but they've just written her character to be kind of selfish mm, I, I would agree so it's not her it's not Bethany Joy Lenz's fault um, she wasn't like that in high school right she was always thinking about everyone else she was a tutor she was giving up her time she was uh, I mean I guess maybe the going on tour thing was selfish but 
maybe maybe that's where it came from because she wasn't like that that she became like that you know that mm. it, over time so yeah uh okay so what what about the who we haven't really spoken about nathan he he ran with jamie like mm-hmm. with the on like the scooter or whatever yeah that hill in downtown wilmington is actually so steep <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, I've, I've driven on it, and it's like, oh, my God, can my car make it up this hill? Because <laughs> <laughs> they show that clip. I mean, granted, he's not running very far, but, I mean, James is pulling that, you know, a kid on it. I mean, I think it's actually real. He's actually pulling him up that hill. So, and, and he's, you know, he's quite in shape. You can tell um, James Lafferty is, so. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I guess James it makes sense, old. but that's no small feat definitely and hey hang on so wait hey uh, brooke was talking about brooke. mouth mouth marvin our boy marvin he's he's got a shot at the station they're giving him a go mm. and uh Didn't is there a, a shot last week though when he's he was a, the anchor he's had a couple shots he's yeah he keeps getting opportunities obviously not doing a very good job because they're like, oh, this is your shot, son. But he's like, well, wasn't last week my shot? Right. I thought being on oh, air would be, you know, higher stakes yeah. than writing a story or, you know, getting clips yeah. for a story. Exactly. Being on the desk, you know, rather than being a field reporter. Mm-hmm. But, but guys, yeah. have you heard of Big Dick Energy? Because <laughs> he has that in abundance. And when you have that energy, I, I mean, I, I'm not familiar with it, but they... they uh, <laughs> You know, I, I think things just happen for you, and that seems to be what's happening. He gets the shot of uh, Lucas sort of throttling, not throttling, sort of grabbing the the player on the other team. Which, okay, so now can we dissect that a bit? That's bad. That's not good. <laughs> it's not a good look. But it's also not, like, crazy. You didn't hit him, right? Don't know. He, Where's he, the line he, here? He didn't, but he's also a school technically like teacher but he's an employee of the school where he's a coach Mm, he's a grown-up grown-up in in, like air quotes whatever um and he's grabbing someone who is technically a minor i suppose and throttling them (laughs) would be the best way i could describe it and yeah he's he's supposed to be uh, a, a professional that's in charge of the care of like students and it doesn't matter what school they they go to or anything like that. And he's not displayed that at all. So apparently, but, so what punishment though? Sorry, go on, Lauren. Um, I think that actually happened in real life. Where I think it was like an Ohio State coach, a football coach punched. Um, I think they were playing Clemson. I don't. I need to look this up. I remember reading about it. Um, <laughs> you know, basically the other team intercepted a ball and he punched that player. <laughs> Bosh. <laughs> and so he got fired yeah like immediately the next day yeah so lucas so dom is that your prediction is lucas gonna get fired for this i don't think so i think maybe like a suspension like leave your badge and your gun you're suspended until further notice Riggs. And yeah <laughs> uh, i think you'll get a bit of a suspension and maybe uh 
I, I kind of feel like One Tree Hill is quite harsh in that they wouldn't give Skills the job, even though Skills has alluded to it. They'd give Nathan the job. And they go, Nathan, could you stand in for him? I don't know why. I just kind of feel like Tree Hill High is horrible. And would be like, Skills, you're not really good enough. We're going to make Nathan do it instead. <laughs> and they do let people just come, random strangers come in and just drink in the hallways. So <laughs> Continuously, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you drink in the hallways, you do end up getting murdered in the hallways. So it's... <laughs> It is a dangerous game. It's a bit odd that they let a murderer that murdered someone on those premises back on the premises. Yes. Around all those children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that's, that's fine. That's fine to do. <laughs> that's okay. But Lucas grabbing someone. Well, awful. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, just because we, we're sort of getting towards that time. Anything that we haven't hit, let's hit in the in the judgments. But firstly, if and it's a big if, but really is it a question? You enjoyed this episode of the podcast. How could you not? Honestly. Then please Shocking. check us out. Rate, review, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Ravenshoops.net. Why Dom? Because basketballs go through. Hoops. But Lauren, they also go through Nets ravenshoops.net Lauren who was your favorite performer of the episode favorite performer was Sophia Bush for her great crying beautiful crying Mm -hmm. she's a master of that Mm -hmm. she is she definitely is um difficult for me to pick a favorite performer um Beth um Sophia Bush was close but I went for Bethany Joy Lenz Mm -hmm. So as much as Haley was a bit of a dullard, there were moments of uh, emotion and confusion and stuff that, that seemed to come across really well on screen. So I went with Bethany Joy Lenz this week. Where are you, Simon? I went for Sophia Bush also this week for the crying. She does do it wonderfully well. And it's like she doesn't overdo it. It mm-hmm. kind of feels kind of tender um, and kind of sweet in a way it's like a it's like a nice looking cry which is an odd thing to say because no crying is nice to look at but you can get like the ugly cry you know it's <laughs> not coming out all of that stuff she's got a good looking cry and she uses it to her benefit she has good dimples when she cries that's quite yeah. a skill yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah and you can't teach that that's Mm-mm. just you have that's a gift mm-hmm. what about your favorite character lauren I picked Mouth um, just for the integrity of not giving up the footage of Luke. He's a good friend. Yeah. Dom? Exactly the same. I picked Mouth for exactly the same reason. Just, again, really difficult to pick a favorite character in this episode, but it was Mouth for his integrity, destroying that tape, sticking by his friend. You know, we we know what happened to Jimmy when he didn't stick by him. So, yeah, he doesn't want Lucas to go down the same path of, like, walking into the school with a gun and shooting it and the kid in the wheelchair not being able to escape and yeah just a whole can of shitty shitty worms opening up right there so yeah mouth what about you simon shitty worms worms in shit in a can who put the shit in the can who who made this can it's there (laughs) well if we're playing poker and I put down three aces and two kings, I'd have a full house, which we have here. Because I also chose Marvin, Mouth, McFadden for the same reasons. But Dom, I have to ask you, at any point, did you think that Mouth was going to do 
Lucas dirty with the tape? Uh, I I didn't think so. I didn't think so. I I thought it was a it was a good move. It was a decent move that he said he didn't get anything of that like fight um, to the detriment of his own career, I suppose. Um, but he'll have other opportunities. Something else will come up, I'm sure. Next week, yeah, he'll get another. Oh, go. Almost certainly, yeah, yeah. The, tonight's episode. Yeah. <laughs> Mouth, you ever work to camera? Do you want to give it a go? But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lauren, what about your favourite background performer? One line or less. Um, all we saw were his hands, but the bartender that was over serving Lucas just pouring shot after shot after shot. Great choice. That's a great so, choice. A nice hands. That was a nice hand model. <laughs> nice. Dom? What's so funny is I also picked someone where you only see their hand, but it wasn't a nice hand. So someone, when Brooke is sitting in the waiting room having a little cry, this guy in a lab coat walks past and you just see his hand and like kind of like hip level as he walks past and she kind of goes ah, to talk to him and he just walks off. <laughs> so I just picked that guy because I thought it was brilliant. He's just, I'm going to ignore you because I'm in a lab coat and I'm important. Fuck you. <laughs> and it was great. And you only, you only saw a bit of his hand. So yeah, <laughs> hands are hands are doing an important work in this episode. What about you, Simon? I chose uh, not the... So two guys come in to film Mia doing her Rock the Vote promo. The first guy that says, oh, great album, by the way, he also mutters something on his way out. Like something positive, not like, <laughs> fucking album suck. It wasn't like that. It was like, said something. But it's as a great, you, great album, by the way. Yeah, yeah, right. And then he said something else mm-hmm. as he was walking oh, out. Just, um, but... <laughs> You fucking whore. <laughs> All right, Dom, calm down. Jesus. How do Lauren, how do any women like listen to this podcast at all? Like I don't know. I mean, I'll be talking about it on Drama Queens. Yeah. <laughs> do a phone in segment. <laughs> yeah. Well, um there's a guy, another guy with him, I think that's holding the camera or whatever. So that guy says nothing, which you pointed out to me on the watch along. So I'll go with that guy. Nice. What about your favorite song of the episode, Lauren? <gasps> what? We're out of order. We're out of order. order. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. Line, 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 line. <laughs> I knew I'd catch you one week. I fucking knew it. <laughs> Happy <Line>. New Year, Dom. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> you will never hear the end of this, Simon. Line, please. I should remember Invisa line. What's your favorite line of the episode? <laughs> oh, God. Lauren, what's your favorite line? Um, your favorite most line? of the time, love doesn't need words. Lucas said that. <laughs> and one thing I will say that we haven't touched on is he is so pathetic when it comes to Lindsay. I just can't. It's just ugh, nauseating. Yeah. Horrendous Dude, as well. Try to like have some self-preservation. Yeah, None. and respect for yourself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But I do like that line because I feel like people who post shit on social media about Ooh, I love my me 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 partner me me me. Um, if you really love them, you don't have to do that. So, mm. fact, that's true. That's yeah. true. So our boy I Luke was on to something. I do sometimes see that, but yes, that no. is true though. Like they have, they need, they, they, they should just know. You can just say it to them. <laughs> like posting about F, I could just go, "Hey F." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, the um, uh, right with Lindsay, 
does Lucas actually love Lindsay or does or has he associated his egoic identity <laughs> to Lindsay? And actually, he just likes the idea of her, of what he would, the sort of person he would be if he was with her. And that's why he resists Peyton so much, because really, that's who he's just naturally drawn to. And he's worried about repeating past behaviors, which is not the sort of person he wants to be. I think he wants what he can't have. That's been his MO. For years. Mm -hmm. For years. Okay, nice. Dom, do you want to talk about Lucas, or do you want my my favorite line? No, I want your line. I'm done with that. Okay, um, I, I actually picked a, a Nathan line um, where Deb says, "Where's Jamie anyway?" And he says, "I don't know. I guess I lost track of him when you blinded me." Oh, <laughs> so, I do like that. That was it. I thought it was a fantastic. There were so many poignant lines, and I thought that was the best one. <laughs> That's so, yeah. a good one. What about you, Simon? I liked, I mentioned it earlier, but I liked the the douchebag player on Bear Creek that said uh, his the coach is like, he's only got one hand. And then that guy says, but it's a really good hand, coach. <laughs> I thought, it's good. Uh, and what about your favorite song, Lauren? Uh, like we said, a lot of great songs in this episode. I picked Hallelujah um, by Mia or Kate Vogel. Um, I don't, that's one of my favorite songs across the board. I wouldn't say her version is my favorite, but it is my favorite of the episode. Yeah, that is, that is a great song. Dom? Uh, I picked Run by Niles Barkley. It's a, it's a, it's a great, great, great Mm -hmm. tune. I think came out about 2008. So it kind of puts a timeline on this, which would have been roughly when I was in my last year, uni, finishing uni. So yeah. What would you? you. I like both of those songs. It's Bibby between those two. I think I'm going to go with Hallelujah because it probably personally fits my vocal tones a little bit better if I was to perform it. So I think. Can you give us a bit? Hallelujah. No, no, I can't. I can't. I didn't warm. I didn't warm them up. They're not warm. No, they're cold. You're gonna wear the turtle. The Germans taught me. After the Elton. After the Elton John earlier on, it's we're now at a point where we can't do. You know, Alleluia, the the a thousand variants versions. Sorry that there are. Mm-hmm. If Seb was here, we would have, or I would have schooled him with it. But no, no. Oh, you were going to have a sing off today. Obviously, Seb didn't make it. So does that mean are we going to push Lauren into singing? I already sang that um, spoof the song. Jingle. Yeah, the jingle. Yeah, which I can't wait to hear that back. <laughs> <laughs> fair i think that's fair okay we'll, we'll put some effects on that put some reverb on some auto-tune our software is, is not that sophisticated but we'll we'll do we'll do something it sounds perfect but uh okay so i'm gonna choose yeah i'm gonna choose hallelujah and then last but not least is the precious precious oh i liked it i like that rating Lauren, did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? Mm-hmm. Written down. Did it increase, decrease, or stay the same? It is staying the same. Domenico, same questions? <laughs> I had a number, and it's staying the same as well. And same questions to you. I'm going to say, yes, I had a number, stayed the same. Let's do this after three 
One, two, three. Seven. 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 Easy money. That doesn't ever happen. Well done, team. Yay! <laughs> I would just say this. I think this for season five, which has been kind of lowballed here mm-hmm. on this podcast. I say this was fun because there was a good amount of basketball in it. I thought the music was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked that they were doing like this crazy formation and all of the stuff. I thought it was cool. Q is feeling a lot better. I thought it was all really good. Mm-hmm. And it, I guess you guys everybody... felt kind of had their own different storyline. They were all involved, although they intertwined occasionally. They had other shit going on as well. So it was it was decent. Mm-hmm. It was all right. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yep. Just letting the chat know. Mm-hmm. Holding, the, trying to hold the waiting room in. We did it. So before we get to the end, I have to say, or we have to say, but we will say it individually, that Lauren, we love you. You legitimately are our friend and we appreciate that and we hope that we are yours also and uh we thank you for the crimes that you commit on our behalf and (laughs) we will hope to reciprocate crimes for you and we can be thick as thieves is the perfect way to put it and we thank you for your support and thank you i i will i will genuinely go out and mug someone for you if you want me to (laughs) right now yeah Well, thanks for having me. I always have a great time. And um, yeah, you guys are definitely my friends and best part of my week. So, well, we love having you and you're you're fantastic. And getting to know you more and more as as, uh, episodes go on is is even better for us. So, thank you so much for joining us. But, but wait, to finish off, Lauren, what impression, voice, whatever you want, how do you want Dom to finish to round this out? Um,. Can you do a Lucas asking the doctor about restarting Angie's heart? That kind of same. Yes. Um, yeah. Delivery. Yeah. For the Ravens. He's kind of a bit. He's a little bit husky as well. I'm going to do the eyes as well. So I've got the eyes. Hey, <laughs> Dr. Copeland. How do you expect to restart Angie's heart? I know how you do it. You do Ravens on three. Yes. Are you ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Ravens. Ravens. <laughs>